0: Yeah, you are now tuned in To Frankie and the 4 F's F's. Come on The only podcast giving you the latest news On famous people fighting females And fear
1: is Frankie and the 4 F's Frankie and the 4 F's
0: Frankie and the 4 F's You're never gonna forget all right what's up ladies and gentlemen we are back in full effect and it feels so fucking good to be back frankie and the four f's season two episode 20 man i'm i apologize that uh i feel like i come on here and apologize almost every episode (laughs) (laughs) but um i had to get a lot of shit in order um I'm finally back in full effect. I had a lot of personal things going on, a lot of business things going on. Plus I'm back to training. And uh, I really just didn't have time to start season two. Uh, I wasn't even gonna do seasons, but I feel like it was a perfect time for people to catch up on season one, the first 19 episodes, understand the direction that I wanted to go in, and then revamp this, come with a whole different direction, and uh, have some new guests on and just have some fun you know uh we have actually we actually have a office that's about to uh we're about to branch into um next month end of next month somewhere around there so um that's when the video recording will start when we actually have uh the same backdrop that's the biggest thing what i wanted to do with this video recording i didn't want to just do a video recording to do it I wanted to have the subtitles at the bottom. I also wanted to make sure that the backdrop wasn't gonna change. Uh, I feel like with podcasts, with Joe Rogan, Brandon Schaub, um, Ed Mellet, all their backgrounds and the areas that they do their videos at are usually the same. So I feel like that's some kind of like branding. So I wanna try to have my own backdrop, have a dope graffiti wall behind me that's kind of like our signature thing and uh, have that as our video recording. I feel like uh, the busier I get with business, the less podcasts are gonna be out, but the better quality there will be. Um, eventually, when we hit about 50 episodes, I wanna bring a video editor on board to actually shoot it live, have it broadcast at Instagram, Facebook Live, and uh, actually do like maybe two or three cameras. That would be awesome. So um, yeah, besides that, I'm well. My knee's well. Life is good. Um, I have a new business. It's called One of a Kind Events. One Oak Events. It's the, that's the acronym. Came up with that on my own. It's pretty cool. I like it. If you don't hey. like it, don't judge me. Or check out the website or the Instagram. Uh, we're doing all different types of events from entertainment production, event planning. Uh, and we're new. Uh, it's, a, it's a whole new, different kind of uh entertainment production company that you haven't seen before with a super marquee boutique style um so i'll have more information in the bio when this is uploaded uh we have our launching party this month which i'm super excited about and uh yeah man so today we have our first guest of season two uh, a very special young lady who actually it's kind of funny i don't know much about uh, we just happen to have mutual friends and uh, kind of have the, from a little bit of talking with her prior, kind of have like the same wavelength here and kind of like have the same open-mindedness and free spirit and kind of going in that uh, that realm of things. So I'm super excited to have her on, especially having girls on, which is good because a lot of the, you know, stuff we talk about is females uh, on here. So it's good to always to have a, a female's point of view. Live, and let her be super raw on here like we like to be. So, uh, I like to introduce my home girl, the yoga enthusiast, skydiver, hipster, free spirit, holistic girl. Give it up for my girl, Marissa. What's up, girl?
2: Hey, hi everybody.
0: So this is my this is my friend Marissa. We do have some mutual friends, like I said before. But um, so on here, we talk about a lot of fun stuff. We kind of just, uh, we, we go off the spectrum a little bit sometimes, but uh, my four titles are Fear, Fighting Females, and Famous People. So it doesn't always have to be fighting physically. It could be fighting mentally. It could be, you know, uh, what you're fearing in life, not so much a spider. Mm-hmm. You get me? Um, and then Famous, we kind of just break that down to like who's ever in the news that day or that's hot on instagram most of the time it's cardi b or donald trump She's or girl. that's your girl cardi b. yeah Hell yeah so give us a little uh a breakdown mm. on you and, and what you're all about oh shit yeah yeah how you doing <laughs> on
2: the spot
0: on the spot
2: all right breakdown self breakdown um got don't nothing.
0: think too hard you're a dispatcher right
2: yep I dispatch that's what I do for a living Um, I work for the Monmouth County Sheriff's Office I'm a 911 dispatcher and um, I've been doing that since 2011 Um, that's a big part of how I live life and how I uh, I came to the holistic side of my life when I realized that I needed to self manage any stress or do I need to be closer to this? No, you're good. Oh,
0: okay. You're good. All I right. got you.
2: Um, yeah, manage stress, make sure I take care of myself. I was always into health and fitness before, but, you know, had realized how strong I needed to be in each of those categories in order to, um, you know, keep that even keel. Um, so, yeah, the hours are crazy. Sometimes the shifts are crazy. Um, yeah.
0: What so, made you want to be a dispatcher? Uh, that's kind of like a random but crazy job.
2: Well... <laughs> It was kind of much before, um, I I was like, (laughs) I don't really talk about this with many people, but, um, my mom was a huge advocate for my sister and I getting into, you know, solid career paths. So, um, she had a friend who worked for U.S. Customs and, Mm -hmm. um, drove us to Elizabeth every Thursday to, uh, go to this, um, what do you call it, um explorers group so oh it's explorers are like right, right. cbp right, exploring right. you'll learn um, about
0: u.s customs in elizabeth real quick yeah yeah, yeah
2: right. <laughs> <laughs> so uh we went to their main office and we would train we learned like hostage negotiation and bomb threats and like handcuffing and like car stops and all these things that so the group would compete on a national level with other police agencies so each town that had a police agency um exploring group or uh, what do they call them auxiliaries or they call them something else um it's been so long since i even talked about this but so they'd um they'd compete on a national level and we'd go to like georgia or my sister went to colorado with them um to compete so you do essentially there's scenarios that you need to actively participate in um in order to pass or you know get a better score than the the next agency Mm -hmm. um we learned mixed martial arts we learned um it just there was textbook material there were we also did a lot of volunteering so the new york marathon we were a part of we'd do um like what were we doing like we lined the tunnel during tunnel to towers run um through so like sure class was,
0: a officers kind of kind
2: of but it was like like i was 14 right. <laughs> like 14 to 19 like what the hell am i gonna be doing there like
0: <laughs> they give you a baton or something
2: no hell no Nothing? We, no that's not Flashlight? what we were there for maybe but all it was daytime so probably right. not um so we did that 14 till i was 19 and then i so overlapping with that i was working at trump's golf club in colts neck um like babysitting going to school and um then i ended up meeting a mutual friend of my mother's and he's like oh you got to come in and meet meet you know uh one of these chiefs cuz it was a chief golf club convention or mm-hmm. chiefs convention at the golf club yeah like a golf sounding um, right so right. so he's like yeah you got to come come meet this chief over here if you're interested in being in the police field And then they're like, okay, well, the academy starts in a week and we need a female and you know, you're fit for the position. So here's your application, throw this in and go. And that's how I got hired with the police as a class one special most favorite job one of my most favorite jobs biking like 10 miles a day sweating my ass off in like 90 degree weather no like shit. checking for parking violations it was uh. it was <laughs> it was great i had like teardrop legs like soccer player legs like i was like this is great oh um my God. and i was outside i love being outside um then i got i went and applied for the sheriff's office and it was that's it yeah yeah
0: cbp so well, let me tell you my experience with cbp I uh, I filled out the application. My so if if anybody knows out there, my brother has been CBP probably I don't know six seven years now. Um, he's like the typical like all about. He was a military guy, so he's like Rambo. All right, (laughs) (laughs) like my brother is fucking Rambo. He's got a ton of guns. He likes to bow and arrow. Like he's Rambo.
2: Is customs gonna be happy hearing this? What? No, no, I mean,
0: yeah, I mean, it doesn't matter, but uh, so uh, he, he told me, Yo, you want to get involved, whatever, it's a great job, you know, you do it for the government, your work, your whatever, hours. So I said, I'll do it. So I go to Newark and I'm sitting there. And if anybody, knows, I'm like a jokester, you know what I mean? So I walk in here and all these guys are shaved heads and they have these funeral suits on you know and i walk in with like a three-piece suit (laughs) thinking i'm like about to emcee a wedding you know and i'm like dancing in the place (laughs) having a good old time so they're like all right so you're frankie okay so i had to do this video um this video situation thing so they put you in this room which it probably said i did this too you did that too the scenario thing yeah
2: i did i've done the whole everything i had to take a polygraph when I was applied. Oh. I applied for U.S. Customs. It took me six years. I waited the hiring freeze, everything.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. I didn't make it to the poly. They said they got my background mixed up with somebody else's. Stop. and, and no. I, got, I swear to God.
2: They, oh my gosh, I got a letter, like... A year and a half, two years after I, they sent me a letter saying they're skipping me due to sca- statute. We're skipping you, and and also because we said so. I literally looked up both statutes, and that's what it, that's what it translates to. It's like, we're skipping you because we're skipping you, and because we said so, and you can't rebuttal, So if you want, you can reapply. And I'm like, I was ready to pull my hair out, but then all my sh- my shoulders like, dropped, and I'm like. <gasps> I could do anything. <laughs> I, <was> like, <laughs> I could do anything. Especially
0: that written that written takes you like a week to do. Wait,
2: like all that one?
0: information on the uh maybe it was just the Oh one no, that I had no, to do. the
2: equip thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The equip thing. Takes oh, you man, like 3
0: government. days. It's crazy. Yeah, You
2: got to fax it in, scan it in, make yeah. sure you make photocopies and make photocopies of that and then staple it. Yeah. I was at sta- the guys at Staples knew knew me like weekly. It's crazy. Yeah.
0: So, uh, well, since she's been through it, so I'll tell you guys about it. Yeah, so they put you in like this janitor room. Okay. And they bring in this TV that's strapped to this, like when you were in high school, like, Oh, it's movie day. And then they wheel it in. It was your
2: favorite <laughs> thing until <laughs> customs <laughs> came along and ruined it. Yeah,
0: exactly. So here come, they bring this T this tube TV
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and they drop it off and they go, okay, what's going to happen is you're going to have, I think four scenarios, five scenarios, whatever. You're going to have scenarios pop up on the TV, and you have to react how you would react as a CPP officer. Oh,
2: this was so much fun. Not.
0: People, what I'm telling you is, it sounds like, oh, it's not hard. You're in a room. There's only a camera. There's nobody watching you. There's just a camera looking at you. It's like a bad porno. (laughs) It's so bad. It was so bad. That's really what it is. So- you're looking at this camera, then you have the TV behind it, and you're really just talking to the TV in a random room, like you think you're, and the room's all white, so you really like. It was an experience, to say the least. So I'm like, put that down. Where are you going? You know, you can't pull out a gun. You have to like talk to these people. It's like that's how they judge you. But my brother said he found out there was a there's a few people that he knew that ended up getting uh, they. Whatever they didn't get accepted yeah. because they pulled out fake guns. They were rolling on the floor. Oh yeah,
2: wait, stop! I heard that too. <laughs> Holy shit! Seriously, I was like, I think when I was doing it, I recall me for at first being like, "No, stop!" But like then I was like, "Wait, wait, 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 is that what you would really do?" I'm like, <clears throat> yeah. "Like, no, stop!" Stop! <laughs> like, yeah, clear your throat. Yeah, like fucking bring it
0: down a couple decibels. Break, but
2: like. Have some authority. Right. And,
0: it's and, weird. And one of them
2: was like, this dog had this guy. And you're like, I think there was a code. There was words. There was words that you had to say. Not pulling out the gun. But do you remember that they were like, um, like well, you have to say shoot or bang or something. Like when you have to shoot the guy.
0: Oh, no. Or like, I didn't do that. See, you, you probably went more extensive. Like my big extensive one was like, uh, uh, there was a dude hitting his wife. And I had to be like, yo, like, break it down. But they I don't had, they like, don't want the you to had, it. Shoot the dog overreact. or shoot the guy. Oh. Really? I was like,
2: shoot the dog or shoot the guy. Like, which one's a threat? Dude, this dog came at I shot the dog. <laughs> <laughs> I had to. I had to. I love dogs. I love animals. <laughs> like, it's like is this guy like he was like aggressively using this dog as a as a weapon, and that dog would rip you to shreds. Oh, like it was God. like a um You shot a dog. Shepherd or something. That's why you didn't And get it's, the like, job. it's like it's like like, jaws were at me and stuff. I'm lucky it wasn't a pip. Sorry, guy.
0: Where's yeah, your- back off my puppy. dog. Sorry. But that's why you didn't get the job.
2: No, no, it definitely wasn't. I made it past that point, yeah, past the polygraph, past you. the polygraph. That, that that was ridiculous.
0: So, yeah, it was an experience, man. It, it was definitely a, a wild experience for sure. Um, you would have to go through it to actually understand what we're talking about. Because, like, picture, okay... This is a perfect example. Like go into your closet, turn the light on and close the door. Okay? And then I want you to like have a conversation with yourself and act normal.
2: Draw a TV on the wall yeah. with characters. Yeah, yeah.
0: It's like it's it's pretty it, it's pretty wild. But um
2: They're like setting you up to have psychological problems after.
0: Yeah, it, it was just it's weird. Well I hear I feel like all like um like uh Cops and military guys, I feel like they're all a little brainwashed, to be honest. Like, I feel like that's why they all come out a little twisted. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, not so much brainwashed, like, sit there, like, like the fucking movies. But I feel like there's Consumed something...
2: Consumed by the job. Yeah, or the... there's just
0: something there that is said over and over again, or something that's not, that we don't know about, that is, like, messing their fucking heads mm-hmm. up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah.
2: Well, I guess re- when you repeat things, that it ingrains that what you say in the person's head you know you you repeat saying like i I met this guy on venice beach boardwalk he's chatting you know that's another story we'll get into that in in a few but so no i meet this guy he's a vendor there i own babe glaze tanning and so i did a pop-up when i went out to california on venice boardwalk and so the guy is talking to me and he's like Oh, I'm. Of course, I forget his name now. Just goes to show how effective this ingraining, is. Um, you gotta sorry. say a name
0: three times when you meet somebody.
2: Yes, yes, that's what he was doing, and it w- it worked great until right now. Yeah, great. Um, yeah, damn it. Ted. No, it was like. Jim. Jay. Wait, 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 wait. Jerry. No, I got it. Hold on. Jay Frasini. Shout out to Jay Frasini in Venice Beach. I got Jay. See?
0: We yeah, got him. Yeah,
2: seriously. Um, yeah, so he was doing that, and I caught on to it right away. I was like, are you? And he's like, yes. Yes, I am. And I'm like, all right, all right.
0: Are you what?
2: Are you doing the repeat, like, oh, repeat the re- your name uh, stuff? Because he was, even when people would walk up to the table, he's like, uh, hand-painted art or, you know, Prince or whatever, or Jay Frasini. Remember the name, Jay Frasini. And he's like, "What's your name?" And he's like, "Okay, what's my name?" <laughs> Seriously, it was it was. That's perfect. spot on. That's yeah. what I do now
0: when I meet people because I'm the worst. Like
2: I'm the worst with names. I literally introduced somebody the day, yesterday as like John, and his name's Joe, and in front of people, I was like, "Yeah, you know, this is John." And I was like, at, in my head, I was like. Ah, At this very moment, you knew you fucked up. Yeah, at this (laughs) very moment. Yes, exactly. Exactly. And the guy's look on his face, he's like, oh, it's actually uh, Joe. And I was like, oh. Sick
0: first date. Damn it. Damn it. (laughs) Like, nah, dude, you remind me of a John. But we call everyone John around here, to be honest with you. So, like, if you meet somebody, like, you're a John. He's a John. Everyone's a John. We just it's just something that we've categorized people that we don't know their names. Hmm. Like, yo, what's up, John? Half, 99% of the time somebody gotta turn around.
2: <laughs> That's so funny. So like, what's
0: up, John? I'll be like, Steve? I'm like, oh, okay, John, what's up? <laughs> yeah, like, we, just, we just go with it. John. But that is funny because um, what's even funnier with that is when you have somebody with you or you know somebody and you're like, I know this fucking person but I don't know their name. You're like, hey, what's going on? Or you
2: call them by their Instagram name. You're like, Shanzi Yoga, what's up? What's
0: <laughs> up? <laughs> Yo, or, or, or what I do a lot of times, because you know I, I meet people at weddings all the time, so I'm always running into somebody locally, whatever. And I'd be like, oh, what's going on, man? How are you? Oh, this is my friend, you know, Frank. Hey, Frank, meet, you know. And then they introduce themselves, and they don't say their fucking name. So I'm like fuck yes, like, yes how many other people i gotta that's introduce you worst. to to get the name yes yes
2: that's <laughs> the worst or be like oh, what what else like um i'll take a picture with them and be like oh what's your what's your but, what, yeah. what, what's your instagram again yeah that's I, a good one I never it'd be of that even one. worse though if they're like oh it's my name and you're like that doesn't
0: that's <laughs> that's funny that's the worst so we actually um there's a guy i know this guy is mc he he, uh he mc's for this company out uh in north jersey called total and uh his name's ricky g black dude and he actually has like a photographic memory Mm -hmm. so his big uh uh like schnick thing
2: schnick i don't know what stick stick (laughs) stick are you hungry in the stick schnickers no
0: i want i do have (laughs) some candy uh, his big shtick for cocktail hour, he talks to every kid. So as they walk into the main room, he goes, "What's your name, Joe? What's your name, Steve? What's your name?" Da, da, da. And then halfway through the party, he'll stop everyone. He goes, "I bet you, whatever, that I can remember everyone's name." And then he'll point them out and name every kid. No. Swear to God. Way. Crazy. Okay,
2: that's photographic memory on crack because yeah. it's not like it's not like okay, photographic is like you remember their face. Okay, great, but like what is their name pop up in, in bold letters above their head when I they guess. say it? Like you never how know does he remember it. the name along with the
0: Yeah. It's crazy. 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 So um I wanna know uh, a little bit about this tanning thing you got going on. What's up with that? All right. Babe glaze? I like the name.
2: Thank you. Thank you. I like it took glazed months donuts to decide on. Yeah. yeah and you like glazed babes too. And I like right glazed on. babes. Right. Uh. All right. I
0: like babes glazed
2: Babes glazed. I'll take it. Um all. So to follow up with that customs letter saying we're skipping you because we're skipping you and we're skipping you because you
0: didn't make the cut. You shot the dog.
2: (laughs) So after that, um, I was like this weight relief, like my shoulders dropped down. All this weight came off my shoulders. And I'm like, oh, you were really worked up about that and you didn't even know it. And also you're free to do whatever the hell you want now. And I was like, oh shit, I can do anything. And I didn't know what I was going to do, but r- like along the way, I had developed an intolerance to gluten and dairy, of course. Of course. The whole world? Of is. course. The whole world. How did that happen? Yeah. Anyway, so turns out inflammation, whatever, got that down, didn't eat dairy and gluten. Now I'm cool. And, um, along the way, I started reading labels of what I was eating, and I'm like, "Oh, wow, you're doing really great. I had to do this elimination diet, which was like literally vegan and gluten free for I lasted a month and one week, and I don't even remember like, you know when you have bad shit happen to you and tuck it in the back of your head, I don't even remember what I ate <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't I was like, sticks, trees, berries, bird, bird food, bird food, I don't know. And somehow I made it, and then determined that was the issue. So, I one day I turn around the shampoo bottle, and I'm like, "All right, well, you think you're doing really great eating. Let's check your, you know, hair care and body care, makeup, whatever." And I was pretty alarmed. I had to Google every word because none of it made sense, um, except for water. <laughs> it was the first ingredient. <laughs> um, so I Googled everything, and it's like. Uh reproductive toxin, endocrine disruptor, uh bioaccumulating or um carcinogenic in certain third-party tests. Canada banned it and also the EU banned it. It's not safe in this, not safe in this. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, uh, I'm throwing this away. And I felt so bad for throwing perfectly good products that I was so used to using away. So I took that like five Trader Joe's bags. And filled them with all my like unopened Victoria's Secret like gift sets that I got for Christmas, like perfumes and lotions, and even the so the open stuff I ended up giving to fr- my friends. And so once I got all this stuff, went ripped through the house, got everything in bags. I'm like, oh maybe I should just throw this out because I can't can I can't wholeheartedly contribute to other people's chemical chemical use. Right. My- and I'm like, no no no, you can't throw it out. That's wasteful. <laughs> So here's like back and forth, back and forth. <laughs> what do I do? What do I do? do I, I kill realized, I, I, just... I realized that I had been fine using it this whole time until I came to this realization. And everybody else, even if I told them, would not change their ways. You can't, you can't. There's no way. It's an unreasonable expectation to think that other people will change something that they do after you tell them something. Right. Whether you believe it to be fact or. Um, or right or you know whatever right, right. they might see it differently so with that said i said they're not going to stop using what they're already using so they will happily use what i give them or you know what i, I put it up for grabs i brought them into work i'm like free for all right, <laughs> enjoy right, right. and um then i found natural replacements for everything like hair care there's natural alternatives skin care makeup for the most part um body care you know there's plenty of natural alternatives. And even in you know, even medicine, I'm using like herbal supplements and whatnot. Um, so with that all said, summer comes along. It's like April, and it's the first day. It's 70 degrees out. It's been like 55 all week and cold. And then it's 70, and you're like, oh, yeah, so hot. Like, let's go. <laughs> and so my parents live at the beach, and I, and I grab the Australian gold, and I'm like, oh, you can't use this. I think I flipped it over looking for the ingredients and it says, call this number or scan this code to go to our website. Clorox also does that. So just for a mental picture of the values of these companies and putting ingredients on labels um, are very similar and disturbing. Uh,
0: This is wild. I didn't know any of this. Yeah.
2: So I ended up taking like a Harmon Cosmetics little airport spray bottle that I had on hand and putting... Um, A couple essential oils and some, like, body oil in there. Um, I actually looked up a couple recipes online and didn't like most of them um, or didn't have the ingredients, so I ended up making my own. And uh, thank God. Thank God. Like, I can't even tell you how much it uh, that I didn't burn myself from mixing these random-ass ingredients together and going into the sun with them. So, yeah, really grateful for that. I learned some shocking things in research afterward um
0: so you're cool with tanning after all that you're cool with tanning
2: well i've always been i used to go tanning and tanning because they bed, say tanning's but terrible with, within reason you know all it's right. all within reason you know i think someone said everything um not everything in moderation but um there's a there's a what is it a comfortable i don't know i forget hmm. but it was good if i remember i'll tell you it later but um yeah, so I mixed it up, sprayed it on. My girl and I were outside on the beach, and we're like, you look tan. No, you look tan. Are we actually tan? You know when it's, like, really bright out, and then you go inside, and you're, like, dark? Right. That's what happened. So we're like, oh, this shit works. Great. This is great. So I ended up taking, like, my mom's MCT oil for Bulletproof Coffee out of the closet at her house. I'm like, sorry, Got Mom. Some. Yeah, that's it's great. It's also great on your skin, but you're greasy if you just if you just use coconut oil. So I mixed it with a couple other oils and essential oils and so on and so forth. Um, Then a couple of my friends wanted some. I started making for them. And I didn't even think, like I wasn't thinking as a business. I wasn't thinking like, yeah, let me do this. Let me take this on. Um, I realized it was taking hold and people were asking me for it and you know, making for my family and stuff. And, also educating them on like why it's a good idea to use this instead of what you're using because that's one of the primary reasons that changed my mind about things and it's all like we're in the age of awareness and everybody's doing more research on what they're using on their bodies what they're using in their bodies like how they're consuming things and and that the baseline isn't good enough you know right what we grew up with and every you know we're just learning more about it we're asking questions this is like the the Everybody's questioning everything like
0: the raw material, where it's coming from yeah you know? yeah exactly. like where where where's this thing starting now, yeah, and I feel like that's huge right now, you know I mean like uh, like we talked about off off air a little bit it was I talked to a bunch of people now who girls guys, friends of mine who are very holistic right now and very looking for the uncontaminated shit mm-hmm. you know, like what? where's the raw shit like where's the real shit where where is the stuff that we're supposed to take you know where's the stuff that people don't know about that we're supposed to know about you know what i mean and all these companies just work with one another you know what i mean there's a a rhyme and a reason for what these people do it you know put in here like we can go off conspiracy we can go off the government we can go off or whatever but big
2: pharma big food yeah
0: uh, i mean there's a there's a rhyme and a reason for all this stuff, you know hair products what what's in there what there's a yeah, but there's not a lot of people out there that give two shits about it, yeah, you know what I'm saying like, a lot the chemicals of chemicals
2: are just fillers that why are they putting in them in there right um you know why is it necessary for you to d- use that to you know i i i feel it's really funny when I read something like skincare hair care ladies that it's like. Makes your skin feel this way, or makes your skin look this way. I'm like, ooh, that's like, oh, it says makes your skin feel healthy, or like makes your hair feel healthy. And I'm like, ooh, I wonder if your hair would feel healthy in coal tar, or like, I wonder if your hair would feel healthy in like, like a vat of oil. you right. like using all these petroleum-based products on on everything, and it's like, ooh, it makes it feel silky or healthy, and it's right. It's a trick. It's a sham. But
0: but. It also, I mean, there's also a lot of people out there that believe in this stuff regardless. You know what I'm saying? So it's like a lot of people, it's their business. You know, I have a couple of makeup artists uh, that work with me. You know what I mean? And honestly,
2: the good stuff, the good makeup, I mean, the the stuff that works, the stuff that stays on, it's all chemical based. But you look like you. you, I've seen some crazy makeup art and it gets eccentric or it gets really... uh, classy for weddings and whatnot but uh, you know i've seen natural makeup work but it doesn't look the way it does you know in other applications with the you know chemical based products right and also the other trick is like saying things are oh they're vegan and almost like all right well pretty much every chemical that's man made is not from animal byproducts right you're just you know so so babe glaze is
0: completely organic and natural
2: yes yes so um babe glaze i'm i'm huge on transparency and labeling um i wouldn't use any um i wouldn't use any of the ingredients in there Um, i wouldn't put anything in there that i wouldn't use um so yeah there's uh it's organic Um, Five organic ingredients, all natural. Each ingredient in there is entirely raw. Um, So, therefore, it's just a single ingredient without any mixers, fillers, um, fragrance oils, or anything. Um, So,
0: What made you come up with that? um, Uh, How? Not what made you. How did you come up with that?
2: Oh, wait. Stand by. There's also, it's also cruelty free. I just got Leaping Bunny certified. So, that's awesome. If you guys want to donate, I got to make a donate button, but I need uh, some cashola for my Leaping Bunny cert. Frankie and the 4Fs, people <laughs> out here, all my fans, so I got, I got donate. The, Give I the know, plug, right? the little so, segue. So I got the Leaping Bunny cert, and uh, it's very stringent on the ingredients they allow in the product, but then they're like, ha-ha, jokes on you. Thank, you're welcome for the cert. Uh, can we have $500 to... to uh, what do you call it? License the bunny ears. So
0: okay. I feel like
2: I need to make a campaign for help me get my bunny ears or put, right. a, put a dish on my table when I pop up at like Bellworks to do an, a little pop-up sales event.
0: So where do they uh, got to go to donate? I don't know. Your website?
2: You can Venmo me. No, Venmo. <laughs> <laughs> no, I should, I'll put something up or Hit up we'll, Frankie. He knows how to find me. We'll,
0: we'll put the plug on. We'll put the plug on yeah, the website. Yeah, for sure. Um, um, How'd
2: I come up with it, or what was your other question?
0: Well, babe, how plays. like, like, well, how did no? How did you come up with your ingredients and like what are like is it a spray tan? Oh, yeah. Is it just an oil? Yes. This um, is very
2: important. Um, so it's it's a essentially the replacement for your Australian Gold. Um, I feel I like, like I Australia. shouldn't be talking bad about them. You know, like you know when companies have to blur out their competitor that they're comparing to oh sorry australian gold uh (laughs) so um fuck (laughs) them yeah so it's it's comparable to your tanning oil that you'd bring in your beach bag to the beach or something you would bring inside to tan indoors um i've done numerous tests indoors on every single different body uh skin type you can think of um even my irish girlfriends will go into the tanning bed they do like the lowest bit or whatever but still i've had no complaints of burns or anything um mm. and one of my, my main things so it's a uh, transparency and labeling um tanning mindfully is the is the slogan um it, it's pretty much you know don't go crazy like i mean we don't you know Try not to drink like crazy, but like, you know, we all have a vice, so don't go crazy on it. Um, Tanning Mindfully is, we're big on safe sunning and using sunscreen, protecting your skin, um, but also in, in a sense, not using chemicals on your body because we just offered a better alternative, you know? So you were using chemicals and now you're going to switch up to no chemicals and it's better.
0: So how much should people tan?
2: That's a that's a good question. It varies from pe- person to person. That is a very good question. Um, there's like no your like your friend, your Irish friend. I'm not going to tell, tell somebody how much they should tan. They should know. You know, you you grew up with your body and your own skin, and the sun has been around for as long as you've been around. So you well, kind of know.
0: There's people um, that are addicted to it too.
2: Yeah, yeah. And your is.
0: Irish friends aren't going to tan as much as like somebody like you or me. No, who no. I just go. I'm olive, darker. and I
2: just go in the sun, and it you know nothing really. Nothing really happens. Right. I mean, I do get bronzy because I'm wearing Babe Glaze all the time. Ooh, Babe but, Glaze. Um, Plug. We just, did a, we just did a Babe Glaze shoot yesterday. That was cool.
0: So are um, they like vials or are they like a cream? It's like, like a, a spray
2: s- bottle. So it's all spray. There's three varieties. I'm bouncing from so many different things right now. No, you're good. We're on. All... Um, so there's three varieties. There's an instant bronzing, which is a subtle tint. Um, and it washes off after the shower. It doesn't streak. And it's, um, it kind of cuts the edge off if you're really pale Mm -hmm. or, um, if you want, if you're already tan and you want to emphasize that color, um, or you're kind of just in the middle or it's winter. I use it in the winter on my arms or legs if I'm like going out dancing, got to look bronzed.
0: So my, my big question, which I know a lot of people out there are thinking,
2: what did I say? There's a gold and then there's a bronze. There's a gold, a plain. That's, that's gold it.
0: bronze plain. got it got it how much is this
2: um there's two sizes so there's a two ounce and a four ounce and the two ounces 22 each the four ounces 42 um they're on sale right now for that they're um regularly 49 and 29 um we do wholesale also oh yeah so um we're, we just got into a beautiful little shop in Atlantic Highlands called Spiritual Beauty Center. Um, they are um, the woman Lisa who owns it. She she carefully curates every item in that shop. She brings in um, hand drawn angel cards, which are like you know tarot cards, but for like yeah. you know universe. I was shit. supposed to
0: have an angel card reader on here
2: oh yeah? yeah that's that's awesome um so she's got like these hand-drawn angel cards from these lovely women in brooklyn she's got you know um people she meets along the way that offer that offer different things um she puts in the shop so there's crystals there's candles there's um skincare there's so many wonderful things and there's then she does, babe glaze yes now there's babe glaze guys get over there
0: so wholesale yes so what's your um, minimum order for wholesale
2: That's a good question. I am working with small shops to, to allow them, um, smaller batches, um, to try out and see how it works with their shop, you know, not put too much of a financial burden, even though you are trying to sell your product, you're also human and also, you know, mindful and aware and spiritually connected in such a way that you don't want to completely feel like, you know, you yeah, great, you made that sale, but, like, you feel dirty after because you just, you know... Because you
0: inflated your prices and you took advantage, right?
2: Yeah, no. So, and that's another thing of the pricing is, you know, there are comparable products to my product that are, like, NARS makes this one bronzing oil, and it's $60, but it's in glass, and it's, like, like 1.3 and 3.4 fluid ounces, like a perfume, and it's got a ton of chemicals in it. And I'm sorry for blasting all these companies. I'm so I didn't sorry. know. I didn't know there but was so much in tanning
0: oil. God, it, Jesus. They don't
2: market it as a tanning oil for these. This company they do. Um, it's a shimmer body oil. So it's just like a moisturizer, like an oil moisturizer. But but still, so their theirs for 3.4 fluid ounces is like sixty dollars. And mine has such better ingredients, like really, really carefully curated, um, nourishing and restoring and just the most epic ingredients that I'm so proud to have in the product that I never (laughs) want to cut any of the ingredients just because of the cost of the product or anything but I want to keep it um affordable to everybody you know I I want it, it I the my vision is that it's luxury yes but it's like affordable luxury and um you but, know, at like, the end of
0: the day people see nars they don't give a shit what's in there we don't care what it is yeah, like yeah, that's just you know a people general, see nars they see mac they see yeah you know it, um it's
2: great branding the Estu-loiter. brand is so blinding that you don't even look at the ingredients it, right. it's just so quote revered All right by everybody that they just look past that and they're like "Ooh, i'm buying this and you feel better and sparkly and shiny and you know, well, it's wealthy a lot of things, or whatever. You, you, It makes you feel like, oh, I'm going out. I have my new Mac on, or I have my new NARS right. on, or you got like that Chanel perfume that's like kills bunny rabbits, or I don't really know if they kill bunny rabbits, but you
0: yeah. Know, just... No, but it gives people like, hey, well, if it's expensive. It's got to be good. Yeah. Kind of assumption. Yes. You know what I mean?
2: I think that's great with perhaps i guess clothing bags, shoes like sure if it makes you feel good because it looks good great you're not it doesn't absorb into your skin and your bloodstream and like
0: we're saving yeah. lives
2: we're saving lives babe glaze saving babe glaze lives save lives i'll buy
0: 20 bottles all right i got it. 20 bottles and I, and I and i'll shake your hand on that all right i want 20 bottles 20 20
2: what do you think Gold, glitter?
0: I don't know. Bronze? Give me, me, uh, I don't know, normal. Original. I'm sending them to clients.
2: Nice, nice. Actually, so um, men actually use this too, and I'm getting great responses back. I've had quite a few guys approach me to buy it, and they're like, oh, um," (laughs) they buy it. They're all enthusiastic. My one friend brought it to like Florida on a guy's trip or something, like a bachelor party. He pulls it out of his bag. (laughs) He Pulls it out of his bag and all his guys are like, "Bro, are you serious? Like, what? What is that? That says babe. That's what is that?
0: Like, you should have just pulled out a dildo." They're like, "Come on, man! Of- I
2: know he might as well have pulled out a dildo." <laughs> um, so they're like, "Oh man, bro! They're sorry to hear you're using that." And then 15 minutes later, he's looking all glistening and tan, and like they're like, uh, "Hey, man, you got any more? Like, can we uh, can we have some?" And he's all like, "Yeah, sure. Get glazed."
0: I I will say for everybody what bachelor party are these guys worried about their fucking tan and what? so
2: no they're down in the beach you gotta work on your tan you've been hustling hard you got that farmer where were tan they? line where did they go for I the bachelor know. party Florida Miami probably oh, or something. I mean, and they're my- worried
0: about the fucking tan
2: you gotta get bronzed man they should like have had had gym tan they, laundry. No, no, no. <laughs> when you go
0: out of Miami on a bachelor party, you're getting fucked up. You got strippers everywhere. Yeah. You're, getting, you're on Miami Beach. You ain't worried about your tan.
2: Maybe the stripper fell asleep on them on the beach causing well, an, an inconvenient tan line that they needed to address.
0: <laughs> These guys. I'm glad I wasn't at that bachelor party. They're worried about their tans more than having a good time. Where was the groomsman? I don't It I mean, very Where well could have
2: been like a guy's vacation. I don't know. I can't even, remember. That's even worse. Even
0: that's worse. even worse. Hey, man. But <laughs> I'm all about the Babe Glaze. I'll take 20 bottles, please. All right. Yeah. I, and I mean that. I want 20 bottles. Babe Glaze. Do you have a website?
2: Yeah. BabeGlaze.com. BabeGlaze.com. I have an Instagram follow at BabeGlazeTanning.
0: At BabeGlazeTanning.
2: And Twitter. If you, Does anybody even still use Twitter? Twitter. Twitter. Twitter at BabeGlazeTan.
0: Talk about your tan on Twitter
2: yeah at babe glaze tan never been so tan in my life there it is hashtag selfie, selfie.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so that's dope I, I i'm all about entrepreneurs especially young ones um especially with something like this because um i talk to a lot of people in different industries and i have some friends that have their own businesses and i like to hear like where they came up with their concept how they came up with their concept you know how long have you been in business
2: uh, I started, I opened the company in 2017 and it's just been...
0: So two years.
2: A little, no, 2017. Yeah, we're in 19. Uh, is it, it's like, three, I had my 18. three year anniversary. Oh, already. so three years. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, three. Okay. Just trickling along here, slow and steady. I don't want to like expand too much beyond the, my capability. It's not that I'm not capable, but... Too much you don't, you never want to bite off more than you can chew necessarily,
0: yeah, absolutely. But do you try and play package it smart. Or Are you like the only chemist and you do all yeah, that?
2: Yeah, fun fact there is only one human being on this planet that is operating babe glaze, nice. every single goddamn thing, so, every single thing. Like yeah, it. you're like nice, and meanwhile, I'm like, like pulling it. out my hair, it's like two o'clock in the morning, and I'm looks like,
0: Looks like a fucking heroin camp. Stop <laughs> <laughs> boiling water, no,
2: there's no. <laughs> <laughs> That's horrible. It's yeah. so bad. No, guys, there's got, no. You walk
0: in her apartment. She's got a gas mask. No cook process. No
2: cook process. Oh God, no. It's um. That's I'm, funny. I'm glad I didn't make the process to make this stuff too hard for myself, but um, I can whip together a decent amount in a couple hours, and then I have to bottle it, mix it, bottle it, put the shimmer in if you if it's the shimmer kind and then i have to label it as well and i designed the labels designed the business cards designed the website actually the website was a terrible experience but um oh, you use
0: wix oh
2: no um i went with a friend's recommendation for a, a web designer or no, what do you call it a web designer web... a yeah,
0: web designer you're right
2: developer
0: developer designer mm creator
2: there's something else you call them
0: anyways we get it
2: anyways (laughs) so went with this guy gave him a gave him a retainer um had this whole contract gave me the mock-up the website looked great as per the mock-up and almost like great um Let me know if you need anything. I said, buy any stock photos that you feel are necessary. I want to see them first. But I also want you to buy the stock photo in the image that you mocked up. You know, in lieu of going out and having a photo shoot to get your own, I was like, the website just needs to go up sooner than later. So um, he ended up creating something. Halfway through, I'm checking on him. It looked like Windows 98. It was horrific. Where'd
0: you get the guy from Fiverr?
2: No. No. And actually his his example material, his portfolio looked adequate. And this is uh, appeared adequate to somebody who's not in the industry, didn't go to school for this, ha- has no like I didn't
0: Right. He I'm sold you bullshit.
2: Just learning everything as I go. And in the contract too, it says, "Oh, we'll use a Shopify site." So I'm thinking, "All right, I bought this site on Bluehost already." Um, I was going to build it with one of the techs on Mojo Marketplace for those of you that are working with Bluehost and know. um, I would go that route if you have that set up already. Um, Then I thought he was just going to set up my shopping cart with Shopify, meaning that everything else is on Bluehost. And then the shopping cart is Shopify based, like how you can have a Stripe based shopping cart. You can have a um, WooCommerce or BigCommerce, whatever, shopping cart. Um, so didn't know that. Even even had a lawyer friend look at this, and he was like, "Yep, checks checks out good." Well, it just goes to show you should probably have your friends that are in the industry or ask somebody before you sign these things, because the deposit wasn't cheap. But anyway, so moving on. <laughs> wasn't happy with the work. Tried to guide him any better. Still wasn't happy with the work. Then I'm like, "All right, that's what a retainer is for." pull the plug. Got my login for Shopify because he created a Shopify website and reflected my website from Bluehost to Shopify. And so I pretty much changed all the passwords, locked the guy out, and, you know, let him enjoy his retainer. Um, And then built this in three days. It was literally Thanksgiving weekend. I got off of work and went to my parents' house for Thanksgiving, brought my laptop, and ate sat on the couch worked on the website they went to sleep got up for work in the morning and i was still awake at the dining room table in the same place that they left me and it's black friday now and i'm like this motherfucking website's gonna launch on black friday like it's launching so the two days prior i had already set up most of the website gotten the pictures i did all the copy writing on the website did got all the photos on the website um it changed all the colors of the website. Like, I don't know what I'm doing at who all. Who wants to
0: be an entrepreneur out there? Holy who, shit. Who wants to be an Do entrepreneur out there? Just
2: work for the man and kiss his shoes who so he wants- pays you
0: well. <laughs> 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 who, <laughs> who wants to open up their own business? Yeah, yeah.
2: it's brutal. It's brutal. It's not for the the Fickle hearted. It's not. I,
0: I, you know, I love hearing that. I re- I genuinely do. I know like, and I don't mean any disrespect or anything, but I love hearing like the grind and the difficulty because it's not easy. You know, um, a lot of people that I follow that are, you know, uh, um, whatever, uh, gurus, business gurus, ambassadors, uh, whoever, Gary V, Ed Mellett, uh, I was just about yeah, to say Gary no, Vee. A had lot of these guys, they, they all look at them and they go, what was your one thing that really made you uh, successful? You know? And like, <laughs> motherfucker, it wasn't one thing. It was a ton of things. But you know how many times these guys failed? It's because the guy asking the questions failed
2: so the entrepreneur. Yeah, they
0: just failed and failed and like yeah. all the headaches and like this shit. Like, that's why I like Gary V, and which, uh, I didn't get to announce this on the podcast yet, but uh, we ended up networking with them and uh, yeah. connecting with them, so we're part of like oh, their whole sweet. network group, what? which is super cool. Sweet. Yeah. So, um, not to get sidetracked, but a lot of these people don't understand. Like, I want to be an entrepreneur. Like, that was never a fucking job back in the day. No, it was just like, oh, I'm gonna like own a building and own this and I'm gonna own that, and it Ride was just hustlers and yeah. I just. Now it's like kids are fucking 15 years old. I want to be an entrepreneur. Motherfucker, you don't even know how to spell entrepreneur. You know what I mean? Like, what is an entrepreneur? That is something that you're not meant to be. It's something that it happens. You don't feel like fucking working for the man. You don't feel like being a teacher. You don't feel like being a cop. You don't feel like fucking working a normal nine to five. You have a good little fucking niche in your brain. That you're good at either being a people person, you're good at saving money, you're good with coming up with creative ideas mm-hmm. that you know make money. Okay, like For me, yeah, I could have had tons of 9 to 5 jobs and, and been uber successful in anything I've done, like anybody can be. For me, I was always big on living my own life the way I wanted to live and trying to live an out-of-experience lifestyle that people weren't used to and being successful with it.
2: It's because certain people are, like, cut from a different cloth. It's not like you don't feel like that. That makes us sound lazy. Right. It, you know, it's not like, oh, I'm not in the mood to go to do a 9 to 5. No, it's, it's we're... I'm going to say we're meant for something else is because we, we kind of share the same, same like, I guess we're on the same, <laughs> same wavelength. But we, meaning people that if if 9 to 5 feels like it's not working for you, it's probably because it's not, and you should probably go do something else. Um, But so what I was saying with the it not working is, um, you're meant for something else. Like there's a higher call. There's a higher, like, there's a different reason as to why you feel this way. And you're being kind of nudged into the direction that hopefully you'll end up taking if you can like silence everything else and just listen to like right. what the universe is telling you that, uh, I get really hippy dippy and stuff because I'm very like universe and mindfulness and yeah, but, but that's cool. Um, but like, yeah. I
0: I don't think it has anything to do with laziness. I think these kids nowadays they see the end goal. You know, they see the end goal. They see these guys that are all high and mighty and they speak everywhere and everyone follows them on Instagram and they're speaking their minds. That's why I like Gary Vee. That's why I like Eric Thomas because they tell you how it is. Mm-hmm. They tell you where they came from. You're fucking up. You're lazy. And listen, we're all accountable for it. I know I get lazy sometimes. I know I get super, you know, I, I, I don't want to fucking do what I got to do, but I do it anyways. You know what I'm saying? But like at the end of the day, no one's going to run your business like you want it to be ran. Okay. No one's going to put a dollar in your pocket, but you. Yeah. Okay. So all these young kids nowadays that like, I want to be an entrepreneur. I want to do this. Good. But what direction are you going? And like, dude, nobody understands. So when I hear you about the website, it's like, it, it's like people need to hear this out there. I've mm-hmm. been through that. Yeah. Okay. Like I've paid people for that and gone through it and gone through the headache. Yeah. Friends of mine. Now I'm
2: so weary, you
0: know, and like- it, it's like, I've taught myself. So I don't have to bother people because I hate depending on other people because yeah. even that it's like a fiasco. When
2: you don't have a big budget and you're asking a friend like, "Oh, hey, can you help me out with this?" and they're like, "Yeah, man, we're going to make it so great. Like you're going to be like this and we're going to do this and this and this." And then you're like you're like, "Hey, uh hey, so how's that coming along?" And he's like, "Oh, I haven't even had a chance to like yeah. do anything or she or whatever, whoever the hell is helping you." Um it it's and then it puts stress on your friendship and whatnot. But yeah. there's one thing that I bookmarked. I like did the little pinky finger crossed here to remember, a, you know, okay. you cross your pinky finger. If you want to remember something, I guess it's a thing. I got a funny Helps pinky, me. so I don't, don't know if try I, can, that I can do that. Um
0: cross
2: pinky? <laughs> anyway, so my mom, How did you do she, that? it was. It really resonated. <laughs> We're not talking about the pinky right now. <laughs> look, I can't cross my fucking no, look, pinky. Ah. It's like crossing your legs, but your fingers weird anyway oh sorry guys anyways i'm over here (laughs) like a fucking
0: idiot like t-rex trying to (laughs) t-rex can't chaturanga (laughs)
2: um so something that really resonated with me as i'm telling my mom all this stuff about stuff and we're having a conversation about life about stuff about stuff um she's like you can always come home to a dead-end job she says and it really was just this aha smack in the face like what the hell? Like, why is that so simple? But I didn't think, like, why didn't I think of that? And, and this is, so I feel like for this, them. Is, this is really good for everybody that needs to hear this. And everybody who didn't know that they need to hear this. You can always come home to a dead end job. If that's what you're working in right now, why are you so scared to leave it? Like, if it's a dead-end job, there's plenty of them. Everybody wants to get rid of them. So everybody's going to get rid of them. And then if you really want to go back and be comfortable, if that's what you feel like your life's work is for, then go back to one because there's a space open from the next guy that left it to try to become an entrepreneur. So
0: I'm going to piggyback off that. And it's actually a conversation I have with somebody today. So you can always come back to a dead-end job, which is true. You can always find a job. It's not hard to find a job. That's why, like, I am... Skeptical on who I give money to when they are homeless. Okay, because if you are young, healthy, Normal. You're homeless because you want to be homeless. Okay. There's no reason for you. I don't give a fuck what your story is. You can figure mm-hmm. it out. There's a job out there for everyone and resources. If immigrants too. are coming from other uh, 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 other states, countries, whatever, and they're coming here and making a living. There's no reason why an American can't yeah. make a living. Okay. And there's
2: always jobs. There's always something there's to help. Always there's something always to do. I'll hire you. You don't got a passport. You got ID.
0: Yo, you're, you're a roadie. I give you 200 bucks every gig. You fucking show up. You set yes. up speakers and you you hang out and yeah. I'll feed you. Yeah, um, but
2: I need an intern. I need someone to do pop-up shops for uh, Babe Glaze at Asbury Park Bazaar. There you on go. On the weekends because I work the weekends. So boom. 10%, 10% commission and every, uh, I'll buy your lunch and coffee. So let's Every go.
0: homeless person that's out there, if you want a job, if you can hear this or you know a homeless person, DM me, email me and They're I'll give you a it job. They're watching on their iPhone. I will give you a job. AirPods. I will give yeah. the, you In the park. <laughs> in the park. I will give you a job. They got okay. solar off panels the on their time. I'll give you a job <laughs> off the books. How about that? So I want to piggyback. You could always come back to a dead end job, but I think people need to hear as well. And I had a, a super long conversation with somebody earlier today um, about a lot of the stuff that we're speaking about. But she was speaking to people about you know being a free spirit and and going through some stuff on her own, right? She has a child, she's 30 years old, she's um, super independent, she's the teacher, you know what I mean? And um, when she was talking to this specific person, they were like, oh wow, like you have a story, oh wow. And then like the more information, she was like, I didn't expect that from you, and like I've been dealing with a lot of my stuff, so it's like you can relate to a lot of this. And I think people need to understand, it's okay to be okay. As crazy as that sounds and as weird as that sounds, it's okay to be okay. And what I mean by that, it's okay to live a normal lifestyle. It's okay to have struggles. Mm -hmm. It's okay to have goals that you haven't hit yet. It's okay not to be where you think you're supposed to be in life at that specific moment. It's okay. And that's where I think people need to understand that. It's okay to be okay. And I'm going to say this over again and again and again because people need to hear that. The The life struggles that people go through, there's millions of people out there going through the same exact thing. And I think that's where people struggle, that they think they're the only ones. And they think they're by themselves because they're too afraid to talk about it. They're too afraid to say they're struggling. They're too afraid to, I think, like, uh, uh, Take it in and say, fuck, man, I'm struggling right now. Or Their pride gets to them. Yeah,
2: well, half of it is that, or they don't tell everybody. So it's the majority of the population that, or the majority of the people that they interact with that don't know. And then there's a few select few that do know. Right. And then there's the, they didn't not admit it on purpose. They didn't know about it until they knew about it. And you're like, all of a sudden something conks you on your head and you're like, oh shit like Mm -hmm. I guess I guess this shit like working this job doesn't do it for me and you're like how did I not know all these years and then what just happened you don't even know what transpired to make you understand that you know to make you realize that you're not you're no longer okay doing what you're doing and that's okay too because congratulations you've just you just woke up Like you have time, even if you're, even if you're like 40 and you have family and you're grounded, like you have time, even if you're, you know, 60 and you're retired, like 65 and you're retired and you just realize now that you spent your whole life doing one thing and you still have time, everybody's got time and they can change it up and do something that they love to make the most out of their time here, Right. you know, life is short and, it's not about that whole YOLO thing because that gets aggressive and it's like people make bad decisions. Yeah, that's a Miami bachelor yeah, party yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> totally. <laughs> um, so, but it's about the... Um, to reference this book I was reading and I was going... had full intentions on reading the full thing until I realized that my time is better spent doing other things. Like... But I got the drift. Chemical
0: balancing with Babe Glaze. Yes,
2: Babe Glaze chemistry. Um... <laughs> babes who mix hashtag babes who mix in their kitchen <laughs> yeah no um so damn it train of thought sorry gone. sorry train of thought that's gone. how it is wait it just what was i saying though this is good Help, <coughs> help me. This you is
0: were good. transpiring to um talk about um it's okay to be okay
2: yeah it's okay to be okay um there's always time and congratulations you just realized that you just realized well i Um, I think
0: people sell themselves short you know and and that's a lot that happens in this world that i mean that's the gimmick right i mean that's the gimmick that's why i taught like people think i'm crazy when i say like we're like bots because i honestly i think we are like because we're when we're born we we learn off our parents who learned off their parents who learned off their parents and at the end of the day all these parents and all these humans are learning off each other right so it's like who are we really? You know what I'm saying? Because it's not like we get born in this world and we just learn our own way. Mm-hmm. We learn our own language. We learn how to walk our own way. You know what I'm saying? We are taught the entire way. Yeah. Until you hit a certain age. Got yeah. it?
2: I remembered. I remember. See? <laughs> Do you Bring want it to finish back. your thought? No, but okay. like
0: go ahead. Go ahead. You Gosh. can jump in. But like All that's right. where, that's where I'm saying. It's like
2: It's the okay, I got another thing with the Okay. Go. Taught taught things yes taught um traits and qualities you're taught um what i was going to reference earlier was this book called the road to character i forget the author i was all into reading it my grandma gave it to me and she's like we read this at book club i'm like thanks grandma um what's go- grandma's name ellen ellen, ellen. We, call her, we call her ellen ellen watermelon <laughs> she has a she's she has a thing for watermelons it's good summer so fruit so Hell yeah. Love watermelons. It's delicious. (laughs) Um, So the book, The Road to Character, there's two, there's a premise behind the book that is really going through scenarios about two qualities. So people go through their life living as one quality or the other, and then maybe, maybe sometimes realizing that the other quality is preferable over the others. So the qualities are, um, eulogy qualities. So are you, do you have eulogy values or do you have resume values? And the majority of the population that is, um, very nine to five status quo have to keep the world spinning. They feel like that, you know, if they don't go to work and do their job, then, then everything's going to implode. Um, those are resume quality people and, um, with resume quality people, you have people that are like, if you ask them, "Oh, what do you do for a living?" or "What do you do for fun?" they're like, "Well, I rose through the ranks and started here, and as a young lad, and whatever, and f- fucking did this job and did this and did this, and Wall Street this, and big company, big corporation, like I-, I don't know." So they just go on and on and on, and and the person listening to them is like, "Well." I asked you what you did for fun and you just went on a tangent about work and they're like, do you even, do you have time off? Do you have a social life? Do you like what you do? And then they just start talking back into that tangent. I think that's what you were saying about like a little bit brainwashed earlier is that these people believe, wholeheartedly believe that what they're contributing is benefiting for a greater good and for benefiting people. And 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 really they're just at a detriment willingly and knowingly and that they just continue to just pour their heart and soul out into these companies and entities that don't take care of them and that they essentially will end up only being able to live once they retire but they'll most likely get sick and die because they worked so fucking hard and were was so dedicated for to someone that wasn't dedicated to them like a like a your job I compare my job or anybody's job I think it's a great mentality or great um tweak your thoughts a bit to compare your job to a relationship or so is it a bad relationship or a good relationship would you if your friend was in the same position as you and you're like man you know struggling stressing this girl's stressing me out you know I like asking too much of me like you know always asking to hang out with me I have no time by myself meaning like you're working too many days you're working too many hours your job's demanding of you and you should probably cut the cord, you know, cut the cord if it's not taking care of you financially, if it's not taking care of you um, spiritually or you don't feel like you're contributing your, to the better, greater good and you feel that you're worth more and knowing your worth is another thing. Like if you had to put a number on, if you had, to, oh, you're like, oh, my job can't pay me enough to do what I do. How about think about this? What number? What number? What number? like an hour what what's acceptable to you what would they have to pay you for you to keep doing that and then you realize i wouldn't even keep doing that even if they paid me that much Mm -hmm. and then at that that point you really got to get the fuck out of there like abort mission jump ship like get the hell out but so resume qualities eulogy qualities is people or virtues eulogy virtues is people are what what are people going to say about you on your you know at your funeral you know like and and unfortunately (laughs) unfortunately um the people with resume qualities their funerals will be like well uh sergeant so and so and so and so and did this and he liked dogs and fucking he was he had six children and uh was nice And the neighbors don't have anything to say except he didn't cut the grass on time all the time. And you're dead. Sorry. Like you didn't live your life when you had the chance. You didn't do what you wanted to do and whatever. So that's that. Eulogy virtues is um, to be the type of person to live, you know, wholeheartedly, be kind to people, um, do good for others, do good for yourself, do good for the planet, Um, contribute to something bigger than yourself for no other reason than it's good to do that Um, and so having eulogy virtues is you know deciding if you're person a or person b and um, really like i I feel like most my friends are eulogy virtue people like you're you're people that someone is going to say some amazing shit at your funeral that you're like they're like they went to Uganda and, like, rescued, like, children from poverty and, like, you know, fed them and just, like, actually went and did that rather than, like, UNICEF sending money and shit. Like, I feel like this is... This brings me to another big thing. People complain... Let it out, girl! I know! Let it it's out! On the soapbox! On the freaking Speaking soapbox! Tell us how it Wait, is! Wait, don't let me lose my train of thought because this Whoopi Goldberg's good. out of here! This is good. So, when people complain about politics, people complain about... Doing, um, they they complain about what everybody else is doing. They're like, oh, this is so terrible, this is so terrible, and I'm like, I'm listening to them, and I'm I'm wholeheartedly interested in what they're saying, but I'm like, do something, freaking do something. Why would you not? get up and do something if you're not happy with the government go lobby somewhere if you're not happy with um something with animal cruelty go join PETA if you're not happy with what's going on in the world go join join the Peace Corps if you're not happy with people not getting fed make a company that is non-profit that can manage to get up the funds for a helicopter to airdrop food to people in poverty or like take care of your own on New York City if you're sick of like bums on the street then fucking do something for them you know like people complain about everything and don't do anything so if you're that person shut the fuck up (laughs) (laughs) seriously unless you're doing something fucking asshole you can dm me and be like thanks for your words i did something um but yeah realize that if you're a person with resume virtues that it's not too late to turn a new leaf that it's not too late to become somebody with a warm heart and that is can, you know cares about others and you know not that not to say that you're not that or the other i'm just on two extremes right now but um they, that people are going to say good shit at your funeral that you are a good person you know i wonder what people would say at my funeral and i check in with myself every once in a while and um One of the other big values I have is, you know, what if I die tomorrow? Are you happy in that job or that, you know, relationship? Are you happy with everything that is your life right now? If you died tomorrow, or would you have regrets? Would you have unfinished business? Would you have um, something that you wish you did and you never fucking did? Um, so So check in with yourself and and really decide, like do you need to, to make some changes? Because if you do, I mean, you're not alone. We all do. And that's how we all got here. You know, I'm here because I needed to make some changes and I still do. It's never done. It's like a laundry list of changes, but, um, it's just, we're always trying to improve ourselves and always trying to grow into something bigger and better than our heart. You know, how than we yesterday. were a day ago. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Damn girl. Take a swig chill out that was good <laughs> and rant that was good and rant, and rant. hashtag yeah. and rant yeah babe glaze let them know hashtag Babe blaze. no but i i love everything you just said that's I'm why like i didn't even right i didn't even so into chi- i didn't I'm even like- fucking chime in because i'm like <laughs> this is good this is all good and this is what people need to hear this is the shit that people need to hear and and go back to it's okay to be okay but
2: there will always do you can not, always come back. To do a not job.
0: be afraid to jump, you know. As cliche as that sounds, and you hear it. You have listen. You fucking jump if you're a teacher and say, "Wow, I'm a fucking great barista," or if you're a cop and you fucking love yoga, or if you're a. Uh, a wall street guy and you just really like surfing and you really want to start teaching surf lessons and have a surf club or
2: you're a nurse just, or doctor and want to go without borders. Cause you love traveling, right?
0: Go do it. The worst thing that's going to happen is you go, well, Back it didn't to the work out. I, at least I tried at least I fucking tried.
2: I feel like that. If you, that's really great early on in life but i feel like i I agree with that however it's not the end thought that at least you tried the end thought is that after you realize that after you tried and it's no longer good for you you can always go back you can come home to a dead-end job if you wanted to you can come back to the drawing board because you're still young at any age it doesn't matter how old you are um you know people people get so hung up on that um Everybody is where they are supposed to be at every stage in their life. You know, you, you wonder mm-hmm. why? Well, why didn't I learn that earlier? Why didn't I learn that sooner? And it's because you weren't supposed to. You were supposed to have yep. those experiences yep. and um, live it how you lived it in right. order to get you to where you are now. And now you have this gift of realizing this, and it dropped in your lap. This big question of. What are you going to do? Right. What are you going to do? What, what are you going to, you're going to take this gift and what are you going to do with it? Right. This is the determining factor. Like this is what is your make it or break it. If you fuck this up, then I wouldn't bother complaining about, you know, uh, not learning something sooner because this moment, if you screw this up, then it's also going to be like, oh, shit, I wish I did something, like, different then.
1: Right. You know?
2: Right. Anything you do at this moment, all of them, all of the answers are right at this moment. When you realize that this just dropped into your li- lap, the what are you going to do? Every option's right. So pick any of them because none of them are wrong.
0: Well, that that's what I I I, I give the example of. Like, when you're born, I feel like you're giving two roads, right? And you have these two roads that are, like, um, I... Whatever, I'll fabricate something. It's like famous and not famous, okay? Like okay, normal yeah, normal I... life and, and famous life, okay? Yeah. Everyone gets these roads. You start your life off on whatever side, the non-famous side, okay? Boom. Typical. All, all, okay? You start your, your, your non-famous. You're just a normal fucking not human Cardi being. Not Cardi B. You know? Got it. Check. You're going down this road and you're making decisions as a child, whatever, and all your roads branching off to side roads, it's circling back, da 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 and then sooner or later you learn that you can sing. Okay, you're 13 years old, now your road diverts and it hits the other road. Now you start getting popular, you're doing lounges, but you're making all these decisions. So like at the end of your life, I feel these two roads end up finishing to one road and one goal at the end of the day, Okay. You start with two different ideas and spectrums that people don't understand what life's about, where they want to go, what their goal is. And I say famous, not famous. It doesn't have to be famous or anything. It could be a police officer in the norm. It can be a Wall Street guy in the norm. It could be a fucking fisherman in the norm. It's completely fine. Norm being like a nine-to-five McDonald's, Walmart, which is completely fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But I feel like everyone has two lanes. But at the end of the day, these two lanes end up diverting into one, and you end up finishing your life where you're supposed to end up. But you need to make decisions in certain circumstances that happen. Uh, uh, a death in the family, you lose a leg, you get fired, um, you get in a car accident, all this shit. You know, you were supposed to take the job, but you didn't. You didn't believe in yourself, so you didn't take the job. So you it's went like left instead of right. It's the it's exactly so your life's like a fucking map. But you're taking all these detours, U-turns, dead ends, and it's all getting crazy. But at the end of the day, if you stay with yourself and believe in yourself, you end up where you're supposed to end up. And that can be
2: like a higher level of consciousness though like yeah. if both roads are accessible from you either just, way it's just you got to exactly. be open to hear like you got to be open to and you have see to and go hear what's shit. going on yeah and you
0: have to the speed yeah. bumps are cool potholes yeah. are
2: cool flat tires are so cool so some like, some people honestly experience everything <clears throat> early as hell and then then the rest of their adult life everyone's like why is never nothing ever happening you? and you're like wait Wait, back up, slow your roll. I went through a lot of shit early on. Or some people are like, why is my world crumbling? I was so successful and everything's fucking yeah. like, w- happening. You're and, probably a
0: shitty person.
2: Well, <laughs> you're either a shitty person or they never experienced anything and they were, quote, lucky growing right, up right. their whole adulthood. And then all of a sudden the world comes crumbling down. So so no matter which way you cut its you're going to have to go through it sooner or later. And the benefit about going through it sooner is because... <laughs> you can take all that you went through and as learning experiences, you know, all of that's a learning experience. You can take all of what you learned from every instance of the shittiness that happened early on in life and use that as like firepower. Mm-hmm. And as opposed to if you grew up like in a sheltered life and this whole time, you know, it's sad, but it happens. But you're, that awareness can pop up when you're like, you know, retired and all your kids are out of the house and everything and you can realize you're like, fuck what do i do like you okay you buy a speedboat you buy a maserati you buy a ticket to bali and you cross your fingers you know like you just let it rip but whether you let it rip early on or later i don't know life's freaking weird life's weird weird but it's all related in some sort. but you can go through shit like
0: whether you go through shit early or whether you go through shit late it doesn't matter You need to go through shit in order to learn. Yeah. And not even learn about the circumstance. Learn about yourself and how you handle shit. Mm -hmm. Like now, for instance, like I've been through a lot. Like I'm only 30 and I'm just getting started. Mm -hmm. But I've been through a lot of shit in my fucking 20s, in my teens. Just like different experiences and situations and being fucking burnt and making a lot of money. And like the ups and the downs and the lefts and the rights. and You know, I've been through a lot of shit and I've learned about myself. And people... I've been lucky to go through all that stuff and I feel fortunate to go through all that stuff, especially the bad times mm-hmm. because now that I'm 30, like I know how to, how to carry myself and I'm still learning. You're always learning. You'll be a hundred fucking years old. You're yeah. still fucking yeah. learning. You know a lot more, yeah. but you're still fucking learning because you need to adapt to each decade, to each generation and understand how they're thinking and whatnot. But for me, I'm happy I went through the shit that I went through prior because now i carry myself in a certain way that i don't give a fuck about what people do i don't give a fuck about how much money you make i don't give a fuck about how much money i make mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying yeah. i don't give a shit on you know what your business is doing or what your plan is Unless it's or what's you're going <laughs> you know what i mean like yeah. what you're doing behind closed doors i don't give a fuck you know why because i'm worried about myself my business my own life and guess what? If shit hits the fan, you know what I do? I don't fucking, ah, life's over. I don't even panic. I plan for the worst with everything I do now. I plan for the worst. When I do jobs, I plan for my truck to blow up, all four tires <laughs> oh to fucking God. blow out, That's all so my crazy. speakers to be broken. He's
2: got six run flats in the back Yeah, case. I just,
0: I plan for the fucking worst. But you know what? My anxiety is low. I'm calm. Shit hits the fan at job sometimes and like something's broken or somebody's late or whatever. And I'll go, okay, we'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. It's okay. You know, people are like, yo, are you high? And I'm <laughs> like, uh, no, man, but what am I gonna do by stomping my fucking feet and bugging yeah, out? Yeah. I just chill, you know, and like life has its own plan. Law of attraction is real.
2: It's how you, you react and respond it's, to it's, things. Honestly, if you if you do not, if you don't let it get you, it won't, it can't get you, you that's know. That's
0: it. That's it. And and for me, it's like Uh, Now that I've, listen, I've gone through the limelight. You know, I've been on national television and I've made all the money. Great. Now my big goal is the next 10 years is to enjoy my family, enjoy my friends, have an incredible company, you know, hit some goals that I fucking, you know, have on my board already and to live my life for the next 10 years. After that, I'm going to live my life to live my life. Mm -hmm. you know what i mean yeah i'm gonna live i'm gonna build something in the next 10 years that's like when i'm 50 now it's time for new ventures and the shit that i created what in those Mm -hmm. past 10 years is gonna create more value and more experiences for more people out there but it's gonna run itself yeah the next 10 those 50 to 60 i'm I'm in a whole nother uh, you know fucking world but like my vision board, for instance. Like, shit on this that my boy crossed out the other day that I didn't even know I hit because I don't even think about it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I write shit on here every month and I forget that I do them. I don't even cross them off. My boy sat here the other day. This whole left board is gone except for the two top yeah. pieces. You know what I'm saying? I'm recovered already. Yeah. So, like, I competed in June. You Where's know the what I mean? So, like, <laughs> The only thing that is on this board is, is really the black belt and my three hundred and re-signing with the UFC, which I'm keeping on because I'm fighting at the end of this year, November. Guys, stay tuned. But I don't know what May eleventh next year holds because I didn't put a, a, a year on it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So that's like a whole bigger Ooh, thing. Okay. You know what All I'm right. saying?
2: I was gonna ask you if that was if that happened.
0: Yeah, so like the but way I take year. life now, I just every day is something. Every day is an experience. And like, you know when I know I'm making strides and when I'm making big impacts in my life is when other people notice it.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. It's always, you gotta like humble hustle, humble hustle. Like hustle (sighs) when nobody's looking. Like all of a sudden they're like, oh shit, where the fuck did you come from? Like whether you're training or like all of a sudden you're like, oh bam, bikini competitor. When meanwhile you were just out with the girls like last week but they didn't know you were only drinking seltzers with lime <laughs> people, but yeah
0: people that are egomaniacs people that have are, are confident in the wrong way people that are self-confident and have low self-esteem worry more about their competition mm-hmm. yeah and worry more about the people they dislike and worry twice as much about the people they like than they do about what the fuck's in front of them And do worry more than what the fuck is Mm -hmm. in the mirror. Mm -hmm. And where I'm at in my life, that I separated myself from my old company, I have my own company now, and you know, knock on wood, we're doing very well, but I stay in my lane. Mm -hmm. Stay in my lane, I mind my own business, I hustle like a motherfucker, I'm always writing emails, I'm always talking to people, I'm always doing my own thing. And it's paying off. But there's people out there that are more worried about what i'm doing than about what they should always be doing always
2: looking and judging hard and i saw a meme about this yeah, today and, it's and, so relevant and
0: i'm not even i'm talking about myself because i can only talk about myself because it's my only experience but there's way more out there than than you know um yeah. than, than it doesn't than compute c- the, everybody
2: the, the majority of people cannot see they're so focused on us politics they don't do, Hey, do you guys see venezuela That's a shit show. Crazy. Did you see, like, I mean, do do we know that about, like, you know, um, North Korea? Or, like, that uh, England is trying to get out of the EU? Right. They're probably going to be out, like, sooner than later. You know, all this shit. People complain about so so many things. You're so, like, tuned in, tunnel-visioned into one thing. You can't see the big picture, but... Congratulations to those who can well that's just, that's just
0: people wow. out here that are like, I want to be an entrepreneur, I want to be all this, but they don't look at the big picture they oh, don't the they m-
2: don't the meme thing
0: yeah they, they they just don't get it like my my homegirl you know Alexa with the shoe fairy, yeah yo, she just does her own thing she's got a great fucking business, she kills it. You know, and she's in China. She's here. She's there, trying to. I loved her you know. story.
2: I I listened to the podcast, and I loved the story about hearing her go to China and take take her business by the ever loving motherfucking balls. Like legit, right? Going over there and being like, no, this is what I want. This, this, this. Yes. And that's crazy that you even do did that. And I actually got afterpay after that podcast. So sweet, thanks, thanks, girl. <laughs> We're like babe glaze and after pay or like BFFs. but that,
0: that's what we're here for to help each other you know yeah. local businesses i'll be like that's why i like having people on here that have local businesses to help them and and to spread the word more mm-hmm. but that's the hustle nobody if she would have told one of her fucking people to go to china it was the experience wouldn't have been as good oh. and, and she wouldn't have had such a, an amazing outcome as she did you know what I'm saying?
2: I mean, at that point, she didn't even have people. It was legit just her. I feel like wasn't. Well, was when it she not? went to China, she
0: had it. Oh, okay. She she was already right, like shit. Like, she, she was already right. like.
2: Oh yeah, she fa- already like got and stuff. Yeah, the one kind of shoes. Yeah.
0: yeah, so she's doing her fucking thing. But like, I love that. You know, I love that. And 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 people that are willing to get dirty. You know what I mean? And 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 get their put their fucking hands in there and like don't let your business run itself. Fucking run it. Mm -hmm. Be in there. Get in there. You know what I'm saying? And like, there's a few people out there that like, um, not so much mentor me, but I listen to them more than they think I do. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah.
0: You know what I'm saying?
2: Or you absorb everything. And honestly, when you need it, it comes to you. Like, you're like, oh shit, that's what they said. Like, this is so relevant right now. Right. And that's, that's also a good quality. Um, We have uh,
0: sound effects during the podcast now. Sound effects. That was, she was going to curse.
2: Got to bleep that shit out. Oh, wait. That one didn't beep. <laughs> <laughs> Corny AF over here. Um,
0: um, but I listen to a lot of people and I have some very successful people in my life that I have a very close relationship with. And the last thing I've ever asked them is like, what makes you the, you know, what was that one thing that makes you successful? And it's not fucking one thing. I just listen to them and, and how they do business and how they go about life. And they ask me about my business because they see how I'm going. And listen, it's this, it's isn't, a this is a, a million dollar business, but it takes a lot to get there. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of struggle and there's a lot of bullshit. But as long as you fucking be creative and understand your vision and your style and who you are, that fucking million dollars will subside and you'll fucking double triple quadruple that with no issues as long as you stay true to yourself the problem is a lot of these guys sell their fucking soul and trying to do what other guys are doing and it's not selling because it's not organic it's Mm -hmm. not real it's not them yeah they're trying to be somebody that are not yeah you know and i can say that because i've done it
2: there are people that are like entrepreneurs, I've done it. but they like going crook people, you know? Like you're yeah. like doing it, you're doing it wrong. Guys, you're doing, you're it, doing wrong. it wrong.
0: And they don't understand that why? Because they see the big picture. They see the Ferraris, they see the fucking six-figure bank accounts. They see the Rolexes, and the gold.
2: That's what's important to them, which is crazy. Exactly. This is like eulogy and and resume qualities. The resume quality people also value like high-end shit. Like you can Okay you can still value high-end shit at at a you know re- like a what do you call it eulogy virtue versus resume virtue but when your resume virtue you're like oh i got the f type jag and then you're like nah nah man i got the maserati and then they're like okay next next year when their lease is up <laughs> i laugh because they all lease these things <laughs> um then they're like oh i'm gonna get it like a this or that and it's just one up and it never ends they're like Finally, like they both have the same top, highest, high end cars, and they're like, ah, fuck, how do I one up the other person? And then they feel like they can't, you can't go any further. You're stuck. You just limited yourself. It's never enough. You got all the wealth on the planet. You think you have everything, and you're limiting yourself because now you have literally everything anybody could possibly think of, and you're still not happy because you're freaking out because you can't one up the other person. Like, like, value meaning monetary wise or like stuff wise and you know whatever i don't know if you count your gold or shit but like no but, but you're like, right it's seriously. never enough
0: it's never enough and, and you're the, always competing with somebody especially it's if sick the more it's money like you a make
2: mental illness or something i feel like i feel bad for people that yep. value so much in yep. something that you could crash into a fucking divider tomorrow and you're never gonna get that shit back and you
0: still have progressive
2: yeah <laughs> yeah and um yeah so people put so much value on things that are disposable that's the other thing is is the, like people hate on well, i hate to be roped into the millennial group i feel like i'm not but you know technically were you I born am, in the 90s 92 yeah so I'm sorry. millennial I'm sorry guys millennial. um but yeah so people hate on millennials and shit um honestly i do divide myself from the more more early uh, i think you from know, this more podcast it'll sell you a little yeah it'll sell you a little I, i'm really actually <laughs> mentally like 36 but that's anyway a, that's a good age yeah.
0: But you're 27 yeah. so your frontal lobe is completely developed now. Shut up about my
2: frontal lobe. Don't talk about my frontal lobe. Um fully developed. Uh fuck, what did I what was I going to say? Ah. Um wait, this was so good. Okay, I was over here. What was I doing? People with the cars and putting yes, putting value like like you'd rather lose your leg than someone scratch your car um that's really fucked up and wrong and twisted and you're putting so these people are putting too much value on your stuff you care about so much stuff your house could burn down your car could catch fire someone could ding it someone could crash into it you could crash it and end up dead in your gorgeous car with your house that's not going to be lived in because you're dead and now what else? You know, no one's going to say anything nice at your funeral and you're, you put your values on the wrong thing. Um, whereas you could live and enjoy those nice things, but still have your values elsewhere. Meaning, you know, drive around in your JAG F-Type or your Maserati, and but do good things for the planet. And be selfless and you know have values and you know spend time with yourself and t- self-care and you know all these other things that people are going to be like yes he was successful but he was humble you know or he was like or she was successful and she was humble and it, it's much nicer than being like all like you fucking you know tip your bartender a dollar when you have multi-million dollars in the yeah. fucking bank you well know? i mean
0: that's <coughs> we, lo- we like to think that way right and we like to be that way but
2: I don't even know how I got on the tangent. It, it was for, it, it, it was for it, something and it, hopefully it was for you guys and hopefully <laughs> you resonated with that and you're going to finish listening to the next six hours of this podcast.
0: <laughs> I mean, listen, everyone's different, right? So it's like if, if, you were, if your life changed tomorrow and you had $100 million, you would be a completely different human being. You don't know how you would react. You don't know how you would be. So vice versa for me. You know, if you had endless money in your account, you could do whatever the hell you want. Yeah, you probably would do good stuff. You probably would spend it on useless stuff. You don't know, and and a lot of these people, the problem is like they were in the same boat we were. They never had anything. They finally busted their ass Mm -hmm. and got to where they were, and now money is unlimited to them. They don't even know what to spend. Like a lot of these actors and movie stars, like how many houses could you buy? How many cars could you buy? How many investment property could you buy? The money, the money is endless. So, yes, we could say do better for the earth and do this and do that.
2: Well, don't forget your roots. I mean, really, if you that, are that type of human being, that is the one thing that money right. cannot change is who the fuck you are. Like, right. y- honestly, that is the one thing that's like to the core.
0: But you also can't sell that to everyone because a lot of people forget who they are. Yeah. And it's easy when so you remember have it, guys. millions and millions and millions of dollars. And yeah. I hate to I hate to talk so long about money, money. you know what money i mean because money money's the root mon- of all evil yeah <gasps> Woo! Oh. Woo! that's all what right. happens when you have the alcohol on good? the floor we cool? we're good
2: <laughs> false alarm
0: nothing's broken we're good but you know money doesn't fucking fix anything but it does run the world yeah. at the end of the day mm-hmm. you know it runs the world but it's just it, it's a tough topic to talk about because if we were gazillionaires, this conversation I'm sure would be different. But it's great to hear a lot of these guys that are multi-billionaires, millionaires, gazillionaires, business owners, entrepreneurs that say that a lot of the same things that we do. And I have a friend who his father is very 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 well off. Um, is on the same pedestal with a lot of these guys we listen to, if not bigger, who you would sit down and have a conversation with and was the most hands-down incredible human being who I fucking love dearly and it has nothing to do with his money. He's just an incredible person. I hug him, I kiss him when I see him. Like, it's a genuine relationship. And the way he reacts to everyone and talks to everyone, like, he doesn't think... and. Yeah, does he have nice things? Does he, you know, sometimes, like, you know who I am? You know, like, he'll fuck around, like, come on. You're going to put a fucking number on that with me? You know? Yeah. Fucks around with it, but he also can afford it. Yeah. You know what I mean? But you will never know. Does he wear nice clothes? Yeah, but nothing. He ain't wearing a fucking gold chain that wears 72 pounds, or or he's not walking into a diamond-encrusted, you know, G-wagon or none of that. But you know, do they have nice vacations and stuff like that? Do they live a very conventional lifestyle? Absolutely. You know, he loves his boats. He has mm-hmm. a very a couple of nice boats. I love boats. And and that's it. You know what I'm saying? So like, that's the separation is where you get these young kids that want that lifestyle. They want these big cars that they can't afford, but they're well, for the image.
2: What is the want though? Like that is my real. I, the I want? guess like okay. Want my mind, my right mind here. does not compute.
0: That's the want
2: yes yeah, the phones it's the phone it's the social instagram media. social media makes the you want it status. but but also like you can want a lot of things but like i want to ask you you people out there comment comment on this this thread or on facebook ask or whatever us. Us. seriously what makes you want these things Do you think you're going to feel better after you attain these things? They do. Like, is that, does it make you, is it temporary? You Um, know, is it temporary or do you, you know, does it make you feel like a big shot? Does it make you feel like, you know. It does. Or do you want a a fucking nice ass car or do you want to live abroad for like an infinite amount of time? Like whenever you come and go and like go go for like a month or three months and travel, do you want to like see things and taste things and experience things and like a hyper aware state or do you want to have things and still live the same day in and in daylight out you have to go to work but in your nice car this time or you have to you know all all the responsibilities and, and you're still in the same life just with nicer shit. right and it's like makes you feel good but it's like a pseudo feel good and i don't know if it's just me that feels that way um but i'm sure for some people it's a real feel good I, I just it's just for me—it doesn't like I can't wrap my head around the um, the things thing well, because like, I mean, I want to go like you know I've, jump out of an airplane or like jump off of a waterfall or like have pseudo safety instructions before getting shoved off a mountain and columbia to go paragliding because that happened they even put a helmet on me that was way too small i'm like guy i can fit my fist in this like let's go they're like oh we won't fall i'm like yeah okay well that's the whole idea (laughs) seriously it was crazy but um i
0: feel like a lot of that stuff that you're talking about is is short term it is it's temporary a lot of times what happens is is you jump in a hole that is too big for you they'll swallow you alive. you make it happen Right. You make mm-hmm. it happen. Whatever you you want, the car that you always wanted, a GTR, a Ferrari. You're paying a thousand dollars a month. You're still living, you know, with your parents or you have a little apartment, but your car is worth more than your apartment. But the problem is, I feel like a lot of times, too, if they come back to normal society, they don't know how to react or they're afraid to be judged. That's a big thing too. It's
2: because you were a douchebag the whole time when you came up, like well, all this, all these come you, you, ups and you, shit. You
0: can't say douchebag either, because there's a lot of people that just have goals out there. You know, like my goals are different from somebody else's. Somebody might just be, in, like my cousin, for instance, is not a not a douche, mm-hmm. but he's infatuated with cars. Mm-hmm. Okay, and his whatever. We'll say his favorite car is an Audi I eight. You well, know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, as a disclaimer.
2: Okay. I didn't mean like the whole. Just because you got nice shit you were right. right. Well,
0: you, you just got to, you know, and some people want that Audi R8, but they'll fucking fuck it. I'm going to live Ooh, with my yeah. parents for the next three years yes, just to drive this I car. Do like me some Audi. You know what I mean? And, and that's completely fine. But I, I feel the big perception here is understanding who you are and what this really means to you. Instead of making this something somebody you're not.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But then also in, We want to sit with that for a minute because that was some serious shit. (laughs) Making that somebody you're not. Making all this worked up to somebody you're not. But I, I think that social media does contort a lot of our views on things. But it does also expand our views. Like Every day when I wake up, if I scroll, I'm able to see so many different countries, so many different places that I would have never been exposed to that will make me kind of want to go there and want to be there. Why is it because like I don't want to don't want to be here doing the daily ins and outs. Yeah, sure. But is it also because that I want to stand on that freaking mountain overlooking that sunset, that viewpoint, you know, like that just like tr- travel to me just gets like it gets to me. Like I I get these like crazy urges need to go. I actually grounded myself so that I actually buckle down and make the moves that I know I have to make. I my passport expired in April, and I'm like, you cannot leave the country and have temporary satisfaction of a of a tiny escape. Right. You're not allowed. To, like my girl, just she's like, hey, uh, we're going out on this um, yacht. We're gonna party in Cartagena, like Cartagena, Cartagena.
0: Cartagena.
2: Cartagena. yeah so you going Columbia. to colombia no this was last week she's like come down friday i was like yeah sure be right there let me just book a flight and which my normal self honestly to honest to god i would have and i'm like my passport's expired i plan she told me monday i plan to be at the, the philadelphia passport office on on monday after work like tuesday i was like i'm gonna go there and it's like, you need proof of travel. I'm like, book my ticket right right, fucking now. I'll be there. I'll wait. I will wait eight hours in a passport office in Philadelphia on a beach day to make sure that I get my passport renewed and so I can get there Friday. And then end up calling out of work, which is a bad idea. Call out of work Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, the only four days that I actually have work. And for what? For living, for escape, temporary escape. I am a trigger happy with this shit. Like, I am life first. Like, right. balls to the wall. Do it because you might die tomorrow. And at least I'll be on a fucking yacht in Cartagena and you can fly my body home. Um, but seriously. Um, That's deep. It's, it's just, you know, it's, and I realize why are you doing these things? Is it excitement? It's easy to just... It's easy to say, oh, I do it because I love to travel. No, why do you love to travel? What is it that does it for you? Like when you're doing it's an out of body it.
0: experience. It is
2: an out of body experience. It's changing. I, the, the things that I realize when I'm out of the country, out of my normal habitat, I, I realize that. I want to do it more often. All right. It, because being here, seeing going to the same bar, going to the same fucking restaurant, seeing the same goddamn people every fucking weekend. Fuck those people. S- seriously, doing the same thing day in and day out, even to going to the same gym lifting the same fucking weights, trying to work for the same fucking goal. Yeah, fuck like, those people the, too. Seeing t- just doing everything <laughs> The same way is good for some people cuz you feel comfortable and comfy cozy doing it. Like I go to I go to kickboxing on Tuesdays and then after that we make dinner the same dinner every fucking week and then we watch the same Netflix episode and then we go to bed happily and then we wake up and like go to work again and life is great. I'm like I'm going to throw up. <laughs>
0: like I'm, gonna, I'm
2: gonna fucking throw up and i'll see you i'll you can watch my story i'll be in bali if you need me Damn. you know that's a place i'm so dying to go to grounding myself the passport me too it's on my list um grounding myself was a big decision um it does cut a lot of my freedom and i'm very anti-cage anti you know like have to do what i have to do right um but i also know two other very important things that i need to make decisions on and with with my passport i will allow we're we're our own worst enemies i will allow myself all the time i'll be like i don't feel up to this or i'm get, like i'm too tired for this or you know you're you're your own worst enemy like why don't you get shit done why don't you go to the gym consistently or why don't you work as hard as you can possibly work on your business it's like you know you give yourself it's a hard decision to d- decide if you're giving yourself leeway because your body needs rest or you're giving yourself leeway because um, you're being lazy mm-hmm. or like not mm-hmm. in the mood to do something. But even that's like a mental and emotional break that's necessary. So it's hard to determine between necessary and you're giving yourself too much leeway.
1: Right.
2: Um, but with the passport thing, I, you know, what's your most favorite thing to do? Travel. What can't you do without a passport? Travel. So, therefore, get what you fucking need to do done and do it now. Pull the fucking trigger. Stop right. waiting. And do it. And and then have your passport. Then you get to do... It's like, you know, finish your fucking homework before you get to go outside and play. Or right. else. Right. You know? And I realize I've got to be strict, more strict with myself. I'm very, you know, easy going. Go with the flow. Whatever happens, happens. Like, if success... Knocks on my doorstep. Great. But but honestly, you know, it's not, it's not actually like that. That would be great, but I work my ass off. And my company actually ebbs and flows with me, which is wonderful. And I'm so grateful for. Um, you know, when I'm going through personal shit, like, you got to remember, like, entrepreneurs, like, we're humans. Right. We're humans. Yeah. We're still, like, I still work over 40 hours a week and still have a very stressful, insanely, retardedly stressful job. And... I have to work long ass hours and I still own and operate my company and I'm literally the only human being that posts anything that responds to your DMs that you know answers questions that makes the sales that goes to the pop-ups that creates the product that designs everything and there's not enough time in a day so
0: That's crazy. How many countries have you been to?
2: Oh shit. I actually forget quite a few of them. Like
0: Like over 20?
2: that sounds aggressive i have to count okay we can go through this list quickly all right let's see um countries 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 um costa rica yeah that was amazing that was Very dope sp- I've been spur there. of the moment trip as per usual everything spur of the moment um i've been to i'm trying to do an order from the time that i did it to most recent nah, but i might just name all it. right costa Thailand, Thailand, oh. I was there for 18 days, toured the whole country, backpack, I packed for 18 days in a backpack, I'm very big on travel hacking, that's another passion of mine, ask me how I went to Barcelona without paying for the plane ticket, and without paying for my 11 day Airbnb, I literally paid $0 until I got there,
0: that's sick,
2: yeah, and I had a lounge access in L- London Heathrow, and, um, barcelona airport so yeah you know I've, I've been thinking about doing like events for this like Eventbrite. like you know you can do your own event and host it and have people come honestly it, it i love travel hacking so much because it's so awesome like people are like how do you live the lifestyle that you live well it's not that bright and shiny i'm actually doing everything on a budget and i just figure out the best way to do it and i'd fucking do it uh. like I went to Colorado this past winter. I snowboard, and apparently I've, like, developed the, these, like, animal-like skills that I'm, like, a fucking badass snowboarder. Sorry to toot my own horn, but you just got to you pat yourself on the back when you when you realize. Like, I always, I never give myself credit, <laughs> even for my company. I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm business owner. No, I do a fucking everything. But, um, yeah, Colorado, I almost... Died, borrow, borrowed my friend's Jeep coming down from Jay Peak in Vermont, drove eight hours. And then I was sliding down an 8% decline. And I'm like, oh, shit, let me just turn on the four-wheel drive. There was no four-wheel drive, and you're going into a guardrail. God fucking save your soul. Um, yeah, so that was ridiculous. Did you hit it? No, fuck no. I, uh, fished, I turned the car sideways. I'm literally sideways at an angle going down the hill. And I fishtail towards the guardrail, going down the hill, then a fishtail the other way because it's an S-curve, and fishtail the other way on the S-curve, and even out. And I- I'm alive.
0: And you change your underwear.
2: I Literally, I may have pissed myself. <laughs> but um, it was insane. Insane on just, like, there was barely any snow. So after this happened, go to Colorado. I'm like... Looking at rental cars, I'm like, oh, Jeep is the SUV first, first of the line SUV, like lowest price, whatever. And I'm like, I almost died in a Jeep and it doesn't guarantee it's four wheel drive. And I'm like, well, you would think, oh, yeah, in Colorado, it's probably everything's four wheel drive if it's an SUV. Take nobody's word for anything. They'll if you, even if you called them, you're like, oh, um, can you guarantee me four-wheel drive no honey you're gonna get there and they're gonna be like oh sorry we overlooked that and it'll take four (laughs) days for us to drive one through the mountains for you but you can take this (laughs) ford escort enjoy
0: it could be here's the
2: here's the snow chains you have to put them on yourself no but that that's like that's planning for the worst right there that's going through my mind thinking we're gonna die on the mountain um,
0: in a Prius. In
2: a Prius with snow cheeks. The
0: homeless guys had sex in.
2: <laughs> oh my God. <laughs>
0: Name that movie.
2: Um, <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. So, <laughs> so I ended up travel hacking a silver car Audi S5, which I actually was planning on buying before I booked it. So I already had Audi on the brain. And I drive a Jetta. It's a diesel Jetta, guys.
0: I love Jetta. I fucking Jettas. love my, mom, my diesel Jetta. My mom Jetta. Loves Don't,
2: That's cool. Swear. Thanks.
0: My mom loves... She's like, before I die, I want a Jetta, so I think I'm going to buy her a Jetta.
2: I mean, just buy her a diesel one.
0: Diesel? Yeah.
2: Right. They get, like, 50 miles to the gallon. I drove from... Should we should we get sponsored by Volkswagen and Audi right now? Volkswagen, Volkswagen Audi. And Yo, Audi. Tango, Volkswagen and Audi. Yo, Tango, where you
0: at, kid? My boy's a salesperson at Freehold Audi. Oh, yeah? Yo, Tango, get us a sponsor, Nick, kid. Is Nick
2: Tango? No. No, different tango. Aunt tango. Tango. Okay, Tango. All the Tango's. The, the tangos. only Tango I know is Tingo. the dance.
0: Tingo Tango. Anyways.
2: Anyways. So, yeah, got this Audi. It was, like, going to be, I don't know, 400 600 for three days i'm like hmm, well that's fun and i went online did a couple little research plugged in a couple things found like ooh, facebook 50 but this but this 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 code is from like 2017 i'm like this is hardly gonna work this is definitely not gonna work and i put it in and it's like invalid code and so i'm like backspacing i backspaced and It's like accepted free day. I'm like, oh oh my God. So Facebook 50 didn't work, but Facebook without the 50 got me a free day. It literally saved me like $180. Holy shit. And yeah. And so like I have this like really awesome travel card. I can go out on a tangent. I love this travel hacking shit. So should i should i go into it or like
0: i I mean i love that i'm all about the whole travel hacking because i'm an asshole when i travel i just oh it's 600 all right here's 650 call it a day yeah yeah you know like i'm a dick i don't i don't spend my time maybe it's just me being a fucking guy airplanes are
2: literally taxis in the skies if you really unless you're on a 15 hour flight to china to to get on a layover to thailand I i went
0: to tokyo yeah, so yeah. I, I I
2: really wish wish I landed in Tokyo, but I couldn't right. couldn't do the inner workings like it just didn't marry up, and I was like, mm, it'll be like an extra so so much to go to Tokyo, and honestly, so my trip to Thailand, 18 days, we bought two hundred dollars worth two hundred dollars USD of Christmas gifts for everybody, and each person was two grand total, so therefore. Minus the $200, you are sitting on $1,800 for an 18-day vacation in Thailand. So
0: it's $100 a day. That
2: includes five flights. We took five flights. We took one flight from JFK to Bangkok, Bangkok to Chiang Mai, Chiang Mai to Phuket, Phuket back to Bangkok, Bangkok to JFK. In 18 days, we rented a scooter. Scooter was $6 a day. If you want a cheap vacation, just go on the shoulder season. Literally, we almost booked without researching And it would have been monsoon season. We would have been sitting pretty in Bali under 10 feet of motherfucking water. So do your research as to where you're going and what the season is, especially even like Costa Rica gets crazy. But Bali under all this, you don't even want to see the pictures. It was, it would have been gnarly.
0: So every time somebody brings up Thailand, I cringe because in 2015, I took the whole year off and just traveled. And, uh, you know, I went to Brazil three times. I traveled. You're going to
2: fall the fuck off of this. <laughs>
0: You're going to throw your legs over? You want going to hold I it? I want to, but I'm like, I don't think it. it
2: goes that way. Go
0: ahead. I got
2: you. No, 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 no. I'm going to, I'm going to eat All right. it. <laughs> All right. There you go. Readjusted. I think I'm good now.
0: All right. Um, but when I got back, I think my second trip from Brazil, my boy calls me up and goes, yo, I'm going to give you the experience of a lifetime. I have a whole $5,000 paid for vacation to Thailand right now. And all you have to do is pay for your plane. Get on the fucking plane. And I said no. (gasps) I couldn't even, I didn't even want to look at a plane. I was traveling like every month.
2: What did you do? Why? I came home.
0: I came home because I just needed to sleep. I needed to be home. I needed to be like my family. You
2: could have slept in fucking Bangkok, motherfucker. I know. I know. You could have walked downstairs and had the best food ever. Literally, Thailand has my heart for food. Even though I may have gotten typhoid in Phuket at the night market, don't even go there. I literally, I was like.
0: There it is.
2: Yeah, basically, <laughs> basically on my deathbed, <laughs> hallucinating, literally this like if you would thought bubble. have saw
0: her face right bubble. now. Even better,
2: <laughs> this thought bubble came to my head, and it was my mom. My mom's like, "This can't last forever. <laughs> it won't last forever." And I was like, "Wow, thanks, mom." Meanwhile, I'm like. About to call the motherfucking ambulance, remembering that in Thailand, honey, bunches of oats that don't travel. It's like rampant with like HIV and AIDS, like because of misuse of needles. It's a third world country. Uh. Is it third world? It's second world. Actually, fun fact, the airport in Bangkok, was it Bangkok? No, actually, it was Phuket. The airport in Phuket, I recall noting Primary security and secondary security, meaning that the second world country has security on the outside of the airport before you even walk into the airport, meaning you can't enter the airport without going through security and they're going to take your motherfucking water bottle, which sorry, you should have thought ahead. But Seriously, more secure than our country, and their second second world with the with their hypodermic syringe problem and whatnot. You well, have to buy your own syringes if you want to go to the hospital. You can buy it buy them at 7-Eleven. You can also report crimes at 7-Eleven. <laughs> they have 7-Elevens. They're like their miniature police hubs. That like, it, it, I honestly am pic- picture a an ATM that like you can take cash out of, make police reports for getting your shit stolen, and also like maybe buy syringes from. <laughs>
0: That's crazy. Yeah, that's wild. That's a fucking heroin addict's gold mine.
2: No, no, it's not necessarily heroin either. No, I'm fucking like, with a, you. There's I'm like I'm a, f- a huge, uh, but there's a <laughs> like huge market so for for like cosmetic procedures and stuff, like cheap cosmetic procedures. And there's a lot of um, oh, I seen that shit on a lot botched of prostitution and stuff. I that seen country. that on yeah. botched. And even furthermore, their hill tribes still um, dump waste into the the um aqueducts and and you know water supply so that when they have these farms of like shrimp are essentially almost 100 percent farmed shrimp so um you never see like you're not going to get wild shrimp at the store or whatever so it's essentially farmed and so with that said in their their country Um, they've got these patties, like rice paddy things of like water and it looks like a field from an airplane, but it's covered in water and it's like a shrimp farm or a fish farm. And, um, but it's filtered, like it's, they use the, the contaminated water with, so they're trying to reform that the last I was there. I was there in 2015. Um, so you were
0: traveling when I was traveling.
2: Yeah. So I was in Thailand. You asked me like what countries I've been to Thailand, Spain, um I loved Spain was there. I went that was like I went by myself. People are like, "Why do you travel how do you travel by yourself? Aren't you scared?" I'm like, "Scared of what?" I was
1: well, like, "I never more know.
0: Scared. You never
2: there, know." there's so many there's so many like honestly, I've never had anything stolen from me until when I returned home from my trip from California to Asbury Park, New Jersey. At Watermark, someone stole my motherfucking phone and I had to go get it. Seriously.
0: Did you did you uh find your iPhone?
2: No, I I actually have a droid for all you droid people. Oh, that feel me. Hey one guys, of them. hey.
0: No, we get it. Now got, we get got my it.
2: Samsung. Yeah, can't FaceTime.
0: But you found it.
2: Uh, yeah, yeah. Actually, it was the person I was, you know, speaking with, like all acquainted with, you know, random ass person. Exchange Facebook information, and then he steals my phone and quote like keeps it safe, slash lures you to their house kind of shit. I was like. If I don't come out in 10 minutes, call the fucking police. And this legit happened. I can't believe I'm saying this. My mom and grandma got so fucking mad at me. Um, seriously. They're like, don't put yourself in harm's way. I'm like, Ellen. well, I just need it. Don't, don't talk to Ellen. Ellen! <laughs> don't tell her. <laughs> um, so, Yeah. They got so fucking mad at me, and I mean, with with well reason, good reason. But I mean, I've been so many places in the entire world that I've never felt in Thailand. They're like, oh, you're gonna, you're, they're gonna use pens and your zippers and your backpack, and they're gonna slice your satchels open. So wear them on the front, duct tape that shit like Fort Knox. Your bags.
0: Is that a man purse? It's it was, a satchel.
2: It's a satchel. <laughs> it's a satchel. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, so never had anything <laughs> stolen from there. Never felt unsafe. We were walking the streets at night. Like, everything's kosher. Been to Colombia. Colombia was a fucking, the best time ever. Colombia
0: is beautiful. I, beautiful. I flew into
2: Cartagena and then flew, went to Santa Marta, four-hour bus ride, and made a friend from Argentina. She, she's like, oh, I live in Mendoza. Come down. I'm like, see you there. Um, and then flew to Medellin um, by El Poblado. And oh, uh,
0: your Spanish is so good.
2: Parqueras,
0: oh, damn, okay.
2: okay. Shout out to Colombianas.
0: Oh, damn, look at her. Go um, white girl, go white yeah, girl. Yeah,
2: white girl. I'm shaking my booty. Meanwhile, um, <laughs> my,
0: my brother, she's in the grasshopper stance on this <laughs> no. chair right now. <laughs>
2: um, yeah, Colombia was amazing. I was walking, the only people that bothered me in Colombia were the police and.
1: Mm. <laughs> like f-
2: the fake cab drivers, so the police were catcalling me, and I'm like, okay, well, there's plenty of other Colombian women and women and Americans that you can catcall. I'm not yeah. looking like Snooky over here on the streets. Oy, and I'm probably gringa! The, the, Oy, gringa. I'm, no, no, they weren't calling me gringa. Like I look, I look Colombian, or I get Colombian, uh, Brazilian. What's,
0: what's your nationality? Are
2: you? I'm Native American. I'm like born here though, but like Native American, and then my. Twenty three and Me says uh, European, so Eastern European. Oh.
0: So it's your dad, um, like Tiger Palm. Is that your dad?
2: Yeah, crouching tiger. Nice tiger, cry, nice tiger no. palm. You got um, your, no. So yeah,
0: you m- your mom's Widow's Peak or what, what? <laughs> Widow's Peak. <laughs> 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 laughing tiger. Yeah. 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 Um. Tail of seal. <laughs> 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 Tale of Seal. I cannot
2: even mouse breast. No, <laughs> okay <laughs> <Anyway. laughs> Laughing Buddha floating willow. <laughs> um, uh. Yeah. Columbia. Seriously, nobody Columbia bothered me. And then the Columbia. only thing that happens is is when I come to the U.S. and someone steals my goddamn phone.
0: Yeah, I mean... Even,
2: like, I've been to... Okay, Mexico. Okay, we got... What do we have, guys? What do we have? Tell them what Columbia, you want. We got Colombia. You got Colombia. You
0: got Thailand. Thailand. You got Mexico. <laughs> and you got, like, three or four spots in Colombia.
2: Mexico. Um...
0: See, I've yes, been to I've Brazil been. three times, and I hear I'd nothing like but war sto- oh, war stories about Brazil. And the only time we ever got into some shit was the one night that one of our guys was drunk and decided to walk home at five o'clock in the morning oh, God. by himself.
1: Oh
0: shit! And literally, where we were at, he went through were his you shit. In Rio? At, and yeah, in Rio, he went through his shit. Literally by my front door, and we didn't hear anything. We didn't know anything went down. Like we thought he fell. and He goes, "Bro." four guys just mugged me and beat me up and like we were talking to a group of girls so when all that went down we didn't hear anything so like we didn't even know he walked away we thought he fell so when we turn around he's like all laced up bloody eyed they were like it's all good they only took 10 bucks and a condom <laughs> I'm gonna die That's
2: so fucked up. I'm thinking here going through my mind I'm like all right, left hook, <laughs> right hook, fucking knife. Like, let's go. No. And, and he's like, they got my fucking $10 bill and a fucking condo. Yeah. Like, that's, uh... Which is so well, right for a Well, I also hide my money then. on me. I'm like a pro. Hide, hide that money. You got to have a burner debit card. Uh, you have to have a burner debit card. Because, listen, this happened to me in Arizona. Arizona. I love put Arizona. My, put my goddamn debit card in the gas pump. fishing. Like, there was a scanner on there. Got my information. Locked the pump. Locked my card. TD Bank, call them up. Fuck TD Bank. Fuck them. If you have them, yeah. get rid of them. Ditch them. Screw no them. No green. Abort, abort mission. No green. So, TD Bank said, like, yeah, we can have a card to you in three days. We just need a shipping address. I'm like, well, I'm staying at an Airbnb and moving to the next one. And uh, this is not going to work because by the time you get this card to me, I'm going to be home. Why so can't you
0: go to, a, like, a TD Bank there? They
2: no longer print them
0: oh see so you need chase they give you or a temp you, card you on spot a, like
2: you have a debit card or no it was like a credit card that got locked i don't know oh. it was a credit card or a debit card that was got locked up and it was probably my debit card though but anyway so luckily had legit 200 dollars cash and we have so much so many more days of the trip left and 200 dollars cash and like a fucking like one measly old credit card that like was just like in case and that, this is, like, I was 20, 23, 24 when I went out there. So, like, just, like, learning, like, getting the right. whole hang of credit cards. Like, deciding whether I want to get in, delve into that. And now I'm, like, a credit hacker. Like, I'm the fucking nastiest credit card maneuver you've ever seen on this side of the planet. Like, everything is fucking free. You
0: don't just get tan. You get deals.
2: Yeah, you get deals. <laughs> fucking travel hacking, babe glazing, like... Hippy universe shit loving
0: oh, man. yeah
2: um seriously, that should happen, and I learned and people told me when I went to Thailand they're like, yeah well, this shit happens all the time, and you can get your stuff stolen and I'm thinking, all right, well, how can you maintain yourself and your livelihood out in another country if God forbid this happens so I opened up a second uh, checking account, put a hundred bucks in there and Got a debit card for it, and that's that's if that gets stolen, literally they cannot empty you out, and they only get a hundred bucks if that. And if you need to use it as like a debit card to take money out of the ATM, do not put your actual real credit card, like your debit card for your big money account, in there right. because that that's the worst idea you ever did in your life. And so transfer money on your phone when you have Wi-Fi in the other country into this account for when you need this card. And honestly, I have two burner accounts because in case the one gets stolen, then I still have the other one that nobody can use the, the one. I literally lock it in my room with my passport. I bring a photocopy of my passport out. In certain more strict countries, I bring my actual passport, leave the photocopy in the room, leave the driver's license in the room. And I also get an international driver's license so um, that when they need collateral when you rent a car or you're in Thailand and they want to rent, you rent a, rent a scooter. Um, they're like, Oh, we need your passport for collateral. I'm like, what? And they're like, yeah, your passport. I'm like, these motherfucking crooks on the side of the road, they convince how many people that they need your passport and they fucking do not. They're like, I'm like, what else will you take? I don't have it with me. Like, sure. I had it with me. And they're like, Oh, um, what else do you have? Shoes. Yeah, fucking like, yeah, here, hold on to my watch. That shit will be gone. No. So I gave them my my international driver's license. I gave them even a photocopy of this thing because I needed my driver's license with me in case I get pulled over because the police will fucking ticket your ass. And when you're in other countries, you get stopped. They'll ticket you instead of um, like sometimes they make you pay right on the fucking spot or they ticket you. Um, because they know you're not going to, like, come to court or whatever. Right. They, they ticket you or they fine you and it's right on the spot.
0: It makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So that's a, actually a funny but. story. So um, when when you have your burner shit, um, one of my favorite comedians is Brad Williams. Mm-hmm. You ever heard of him? Mm-hmm. He's a midget. He's great. I love comedy. Like, I, I want to do stand-up comedy one day. You should. Just to fucking try it like an open mic night like have me fucking talk about italians in a fucking night you're doing i you know and um so brad williams one of his one of his things he talks about going to brazil and he goes you know i'm on my way to fucking brazil this guy's a midget if you guys don't know brad williams look him up he's great he's on instagram he's everywhere um nice maneuver i know um So Brad Williams is like, yo, I'm on this plane, babe. Still glistening (laughs) on your ass. So, um, he's on the plane. He's like, he's reading the pamphlet. Okay, he's reading the pamphlet. He's like, pamphlet. He's like, the fucking pamphlet's telling me how to survive in Brazil. And it's like, yeah. So he's like, you possibly could get mugged. Some some good necessities to have is have a You know, a fake phone, a fake wallet, uh, C, D, E, and F. And he goes, he's reading the pamphlet, whatever. So he goes up to his hotel room, nice hotel. He fucking takes a shower. He's chilling. All right, we're going to go fucking downstairs and have some food, whatever. He goes, first night of this whole fucking first day of this whole fucking thing. He's like, I come downstairs. I'm sitting at the corner waiting for my boys to show up. Sure enough, what the fuck happens to Brad Williams? A fucking gun gets pulled out of him. Hey, your man. Give me your fucking whatever. He's like, so I didn't panic. Just put my hands in the air. I said, here's my wallet. Here's my phone. Literally, first day. So my boys see everything across the fucking street. And they come over, bro, Brad, you all right? And I'm hysterical crying, like laughing. The way he's, I'm, I'm speaking mm-hmm. in Brad terms yeah, here. Yeah. He's like, I'm hysterically laughing. My guy's like, Yo, you crazy? You just got mugged, da, da, da. and he's like, Bro, I read the pamphlet. I read the fucking pamphlet. And they're like, What the fuck are you talking about? He's like, The guy mugged me. He took my wallet, fake wallet, nothing in it.
2: Yo, is he, he saying it this took, loud? Did he, they, he did he they took just my walk cell away? phone Are
0: gonna come back? He took my <laughs> cell phone fake cell phone no but he's like oh that's so smart he's like but you know what's funnier he's like i just spent 45 minutes in my hotel room taking dick pics on that phone <laughs> 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 he's like yes. so, not the fact that guy's gonna be pissed I I that he's got can't. an empty I wallet can't. and a broken phone but he's got a midget dick <laughs> all over <laughs> the <laughs> Yo, he had spent me the last dying. Oh, I gotta do that. That's
2: crazy. Yo,
0: you gotta imagine. You gotta. I'm fucking sitting here by myself, fucking rolling. This dude's the a, man.
2: Take a bunch of pictures of homeless yeah. people.
0: Yeah, yeah. This dude's the man. This dude's the man. The
2: fact man. that he's like, I read the pamphlet. That's so so
0: traveling was crazy. Living your life was crazy. What? Um, I love. I love the way you live your life, and I love the way you handle yourself. Because I didn't expect that, especially I don't know you. So I look at you at like a whole Thanks. different light. And you're fucking gracias. super kap awesome. Kapkun
2: ka, as they say in Thailand. Kapkun ka. So you say kapkun krap or kapkun ka. Kap. So um, for men in Thailand, they say kap at the end of a sentence to signify that it's a man speaking. Um, they do have ladyboys there, ladies and gents. So even if it is a man and they're dressed in drag, they will say ka for women. So for when I say Capcunca, I say Capcunca. It's like and a I female see. pronoun, kind of like A and O at the end right. of like female, male in Spanish. Yeah. So you would say Capcuncap.
0: Capcuncap.
2: Capcuncap. Ka- Capcun.
0: Ka- oh, cap.
2: Capcun.
0: Capcuncap. Yeah. Cap <laughs> He <laughs> said cock. got it hashtag thailand hashtag
2: yeah so that's
0: um i want to know so we talked about your crazy trips we talked about your crazy business we talked about your crazy mindset i want to know the craziest dispatching dispatch that you ever gave out ever
2: I don't even know. This is like okay. This is you not wanting to be that person. Like, what's your most successful moment? Like, what was? The I want to know. Moment? I don't care. There's I want not to know. just one. There's because, like a fuck ton of them. There's like well, there's like give how me a good long packed? story because I feel nine years worth of.
0: Well, I feel like a dispatcher. It's like it's an incredible job, but you also like you have a heart. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You hear this and you like want to help people, and you, all you can do is make the phone call. It's not mm. like you can go run there. And like help, no, you know what I'm not, saying? I
2: never have once, not once, if I ever wanted to run to the place and help them, um, because you're doing it remotely. Um, I think that's like a very Halle Berry 911 movie I love stereotype. That movie. It's great movie. I love Halle Berry. She's I think so hot. I'd take her and Catwoman over the uh, 911 movie. She's so hot. And there's hot. also that 911 show. I feel like everybody. She trains
0: jujitsu now, by the way.
2: Mm. Spicy.
0: How <laughs> you doing?
2: <laughs> um. So, I mean, there are, so day in and day out, essentially there's a couple things that I've learned. The general population is stupid or ignorant, which is unfortunate, but it's a damn truth. And um, I'm not talking about you guys listening to this or, you know, people that you meet on the regular, but there, there is a sense of, I guess we expect a, a baseline from people and it's. You, you want to say, don't have these kind of expectations and, you know, lessen your expectations and whatever, but, um, that basic expect expectation of someone having basic common sense to your standards is right. like, um, I'm losing my train of thought every time Come he, on. Every, he, he moves and I'm like, what? Um, yeah. So that basic expectation is wrong. We're not wrong. It's just, you know, you shouldn't have that kind of expectation for people. Um, What was I freaking saying? I was literally on it. You were talking about the expectations. No, outside of that. There was something I was moving on to. I just want to
0: know the craziest story. I really just want to know the craziest story you ever got called. Was it a murder? Was it a kid? We've had murders. We've had
2: fires. Homicides. Suicides. Like,
0: what's the one that you got a call for and you were like, holy fuck?
2: Dude, it all blends into one after a while. I, I legit... Um, all right, so I, was, I definitely what was what was have something. I don't... I'm call. not gonna... Yeah, there wasn't, like, a big call. Like, I... I there's, not a, there's not a moment that I actually remember a, a first defining moment or a most recent defining moment. It, it all, like, at this point has become um unfortunately mundane and it's not mundane but it's like it all just molds together it do you, do it seriously ever, all molds together
0: do you ever worry about like the after effect
2: yes actually now i'm realizing there's definitely an after effect um that it would take me some time to reassimilate into the regular um workforce and the regular environment um not Just because it's something otherworldly that I'm not used to anymore. I'm not used to, um, you know, doing regular jobs. I'm used to this. You know, I'm used to interacting with the public on a certain level and interacting with my coworkers on a certain level. Like, everything I do at work is essentially very important. And um, it's, it's definitely different from, like, greeting people and making them a coffee and handing it to them and then taking money from them and then them walking out and you take the next person or you know being a massage therapist when you're deeply connected to your you know person that you're trying to soothe their ails you know it's just kind of um it is very service-based and very um It can get emotional, like, emotionally charged. Obviously, the person's screaming at you or, like, begging you for help. And the majority of times, though, um, people are just nasty to you. They're really Mm. nasty, and they scream at you, and they're, um, they're, like, berating you and getting... Essentially, everybody wants to be heard. They want to voice their grievances and then, you know... Then they're like, Oh well, I got it out. I don't want to do anything about it now. I'm like, Well, I was just about to send you a cop for a report. But um yeah, so we so answering nine oh one calls we dispatch for like we answer calls from more than I guess I around forty five towns. I don't know the exact numbers at this point. They keep adding more. But then all those towns have one or more first aid squads, they have one or more fire um, departments. Yeah, fire departments. And um so it's it's a lot, but it's I'm good at it. I'm good at it. I can do it like with my eyes closed, backwards, like, you know, I can wake up, eat, sleep, and breathe. What this. makes
0: you good at it?
2: I don't know. I think I was you know what you said about learned qualities and whatnot. I I think I'm very adaptable and I think that early on I, you know, applied, thought I knew what I was getting into, didn't really know what I was getting into, but knew that it was I felt like right doing it. And it and that's another thing is doing this and being do like starting babe glaze and stuff it's not not like it doesn't i did it for the time when it served me you know like everything that happens in your life it um it it's there for when it serves you everything needs to happen at the moments when it when it happens you know it's like people learning early on and people learning older um so yeah yeah you know everything serves you within the
0: were you were you ever surprised of an outcome after you made a phone call? Mm. Uh,
2: yeah, sometimes people that you think are gonna make it die on the phone with you before anybody gets there, or like, or people that you think are gonna die, you're like, yep, they're screwed, they're dying, they're dead. Um, it, it's kind of like we also have like a sick humor that like things that are like, normal to me are not normal to you. Maybe like really 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 fucked up to you and i'm like that that Heard was funny that about 33 Heard, that times funny. in august yeah right like, like <laughs> been there done that like um so yeah i mean i feel like a couple funny things that happen i can think of a couple um like one of the first calls i got when i was out of training um was this guy calling to see oh uh who won the football game in 2011 and I think it was the Giants because I remember telling this story. But honestly, it sounded like he was having a seizure and or like a, like a heart attack or like he was stuttering like really, really, really bad. And I don't know if he was like mentally sound or, you know, whatever. But he was just, I was like, so, like for, you know, this is like I just got out of training and I'm like, Pff, like there's definitely something wrong with him. I got to get the address. I got to figure uh, out what's going uh, on. My, my shoulders are in my ears. I'm panicking. He's like, yeah, who won the football game? I was like, uh uh wait you're okay you're, you're not having an emergency you're talking to me now and and i was like do you know that you called nine one do you know that this is an emergency line but And he's like yeah yeah who won the football game and i was like oh uh well uh this is not the proper line i was like try 411 or something essentially we have to tell them that they can't use nine one for non-emergencies and things like that but really he just didn't understand it and you gotta end the conversation so you can take more nine one calls that are more important. Jesus, um, that was funny, and I like telling that story when I, you know, was <laughs> early, early on. You lost was, the bet because I of you. I started this when I was nineteen. You know, like I can you imagine being nineteen years old? Where were you when you were nineteen? I was answering emergency calls. You know, I I was.
0: I was DJing on. Underage bars in Staten Island. <laughs> 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 yeah,
2: and yours truly was answering 911 calls.
0: And you, I was, We were calling you for now I give calls.
2: people CPR over the phone, childbirth over the phone. Literally, if you, if something bad is happening, like I can, I can tell you how to turn, put a tourniquet on, or Narcan somebody. Um, yeah. So,
0: I just watched a whole series on that on Netflix.
2: What on how to Narcan? Yeah, somebody? the worst
0: heroin epidemic city i think it's in like west virginia or some shit and they're like sponsored by narcan and they only give so many narcans out and they they have 20 over uh i think it's 20 overdoses a day that they're just out there this blonde lady she's like the mayor down there now she just saves lives all day long with narcan yeah, it was crazy
2: it's sad. It's really sad. It's sad.
0: It is fucked up. But I'm saying, I mean, they made a Netflix special, so that's what I'm saying. It's crazy. Yeah. It's wild. Yeah. You know, like when you think your town is fucked up, like there's way more towns. Yeah, like
2: yeah. People are so like... fucked up. People but, call... But so you say this and people call me and they're in these small little beach towns and they're like, oh, my neighbor put their garbage out and it's not the right day. Or... My neighbor's grass is two inches too high yeah. or they're doing. Construction well, cut it, it for him,
0: you fucking dick.
2: Right. Or even the house across the street. They have a construction bin that they like their garbage is flying out of or like stupid shit. Just the most stupid shit people actually call the police for. Or, like when your power goes out, they call the police when you don't have a medical emergency and you don't have anything pol- like th- that the police are needed for. And you guys are calling like the police for your tv not working and shit like that it's just it's sad and this is like what clogs up our system which makes you know and it's not doesn't make my job more difficult it's like it's the people that are too nosy and too watching like watching what other people are doing like all up in other other people's business literally i can picture someone calling me looking out their living room window with the blinds like pinched apart Mm -hmm. being like uh uh My neighbor's doing this again, and I'd ask them not to, and we've been having this dispute over the tree being over my property versus his or, like, whatever. His his dog is loud. And I'm like, people, go back in your house, close your blinds, and...
0: Shut the fuck up. Thank Thank you. I'll say it. Thank you. I dealt with a lot of shit. Like, I grew up in North Jersey, and I had 20, 30 neighbors and we never had a fucking issue. We had tons of dogs. We were, you know, we were always the loudest people on the block. Never had any issue. We moved down here. We have four neighbors. We hate them all.
2: Wait. Oh, my gosh. This actually happened. Someone called and they're like, "Um, yes, you need to send a squad car here right now. Right now. This is emergent. Blah, 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 blah. The kids in this development were playing motherfucking basketball in, across from her house causing a noise disturbance but also it was past the time like dusk when they should have been playing ball and i'm like lady lady do you even understand that these teenagers that you're complaining about playing ball right now if they can't play ball what the what the fork do you think the <laughs> fork what the fork do you guys think you ever watch the good what is it the good um it's that it's on netflix TV. The good. i don't watch tv either that's why i can't remember but i've seen it a couple times the good
0: times. the bad the ugly no uh, it's like the, right. oh the
2: good place and she uh, can't curse in heaven so she uh, says fork and she's like that lady with such a bench <laughs> i just like get a kick out of it but um so hence what what the fork um yeah like what what the hell are you calling for lady like why why would you think that this is okay yeah Like, you are so consumed with the fact that their ball bouncing is just too alarming and too rattling for your soul, for you can't sleep and you're going to have a bad day at work tomorrow. No. When you have a bad day at work tomorrow, if every parent was complaining in the development how their children are dying because they're doing heroin, because they're depressed, because they don't go outside and they don't motherfucking play, you know, like, seriously, Mm -hmm. like, people just are so like tied up and and tunnel visioned in their own little world that they can't see uh the the real big picture you know you complain about so much and people are like well i was fine growing up and none of us have gluten allergies and we all ate all whatever was available and stuff and times change and those same people are complaining when when you know they're like complaining that the kids aren't outside playing that they're doing video games too much but then they're complaining that they're outside playing when they are and then because they're like otherwise they'd be doing drugs or something
0: no you're absolutely right listen i i dealt with a lot of neighbors when i moved out here like i was young and uh um i used to race quads and dirt bikes so i was practicing i used to have a practice track in the back and (laughs) i used to practice every day Mm -hmm. and i was really fucking good at what i did And my neighbors, the new neighbors that moved in, the old neighbor died, we were cool at the beginning, and then they're alcoholics, so um, halfway through the day, two o'clock, three o'clock, she would be taking a nap, the mom, or something, and call the cops on us, every day. Every single day. So the cops are like, yo, bro, just put it away for today. I'm like, it's put it away for every day. I'm like, how do we have four fucking neighbors,
2: two of them mind their business,
0: and the other two call the cops on us? And
2: honestly, it's like them complaining about their quality of life, but by them complaining and you not necessarily technically doing anything wrong and you're not past the decibels or whatever, then you're... You got to put it away. So therefore your quality of life, your own personal freedom on your own fucking property is impeded on because your neighbor's uh, silence is more important, but they live next to somebody. Right. So why don't you move? It's right. like people on Cookman Avenue being like, "There, there's music." Cookman Avenue right. above House of Independence complain every Friday night. No, I don't know these people. Like they don't actually, but people uh, in the it's area like they're living like, over music Mogo is Taco and I live in a city and I hear music. I'm like, well then. Spray insulate your, your condo or apartment, or you can't because you didn't buy it, you no, just it, rent it. Then it, live somewhere else.
0: It's like living over Mogo Taco. Yeah. There you go. Like, like you know it's going to be open late. You know there's going to be drunk assholes there. Me. and uh, Oh, yeah.
2: Mogo. Give me those times. And,
0: uh, you know, it's just, uh, you have to, I don't know, I've never called the cops on anyone in my life, and I never will. Yeah. Like, it's just something it's like, just yo, dude, you can lower it for tonight. It's all good. Like. I don't know,
2: man. Or get earplugs. Put your pillow over your head. Take melatonin.
0: Do drugs. One or the other. Smoke some ganja. Go to bed. Fuck. Well, this was fun.
2: Yeah. Are we like, are we content? I feel like we could talk forever.
0: I know. You. You. Got, you got. We
2: covered some serious topics. We got some good
0: conversations, girl. You, this you can might. Talk.
2: This might call for a follow up.
0: I mean, we can do chapter two. I mean, this I'm not be. afraid of I it. I
2: mean, it's episode 20, so I mean, who knows?
0: Yeah, and you, you're looking at my vision board kick right off now. off
2: the season, you know, kicking off season two, episode, what is it? Season two, episode one.
0: Episode one. Yeah. Episode one. Oh, no. How do you feel about being the first what? one? Number one. How do you feel about breaking it in for the first one? Yee. And we don't even know each other, which is great. No, this is great also. I
2: feel like I should be asking you questions. Who asks you questions?
0: People ask me questions, but everybody that listens knows about me.
2: What one thing was the...
0: Ultimate success to Frankie Perez? Tell us. How do you do it? I'm still waiting for the success. (laughs) (laughs) To be honest, I think um, people know about me. To answer your question, really... Not that I'm successful, not that I'm anyone because I never like that was always my I think that's how I always hindered my career and myself is because I never looked at myself as like uh, a stature in in anyone's life. You know what I mean? But I I am successful, I guess. You write yourself off
2: and don't give yourself enough credit when credit is due. I do the same thing. People are like, wow, how do you do all of that? I'm like, all of what?
0: What I'm what just do you mean? What is, is there
2: something behind me? Yeah. Is there something like what are you looking at? What yeah. what? And I'm like then they rattle it off and I'm like, damn, that's a lot.
0: Yeah. And, and it's cool to hear that they're listening, you know, but like yeah. for me it's like like I don't ever talk about fighting with girls. You know, when I like when I'm out and about and people are like, Oh, this is Frankie, da da, da. and they're like, Oh, like when we get into that conversation, like, oh, what do you do? Oh, I have an entertainment company, da da, da. <laughs> my friends talk about my fight career because I never want that to be like the the thing like oh he's a fighter oh my god i just want to fucking let's
2: see his belly button
0: you know like i never fucking want that i just
2: do you think that that absolutely what i
0: know it could ha- i know it's happened it's happened to me
2: well what else happens what else do people say when they, <coughs> they're a fighter they maybe okay so they maybe guys, think you're a hothead and and no, think that okay with, i think with, girls think that guys that fight may or may not be a hothead it, it depends like, on the girl yeah
0: depends on the girl with guys it, it goes two ways either they try to relate themselves to you, or now it's a competition. You know what I'm saying? So one guy wants to fight me, and the other guy wants to be me. Okay. Yeah. So it's like it's it's two worlds, oh, and I hate to so I or hate or to have that separation. Safe, yeah. Like I can talk about fucking anything in the world. I'll figure it out. You know what I'm saying? Like, and if I don't know, I'll bullshit my way, acting like yeah. I do know. Fake you know what I mean?
2: You, fake it till you make it. Yeah.
0: And when it comes to Damn, I'm mad aggressive right now. And when it comes to fucking girls, it's like, all right, oh, this dude's a fighter. Like, he's a fuck boy, which I just learned about. And he's a fuck boy. Or he's a fucking egotistical asshole that, what, do I have to be at his fights all the time? And You know what I'm saying? Or me, me,
2: me, I'm the best. Like, fight till you win. Like, fucking whatever.
0: I'm not. Any of that. So, a lot of times, I, I don't give myself any credit. And I like to just live my life. And does that hinder me sometimes? Eh, maybe, but I don't give a fuck because I'm not changing. I don't need to talk about myself. Hmm. I don't. So when I come on these podcasts, like I like the fact that you took over a few times today and like ranted because it's nice to hear from somebody else. It's a breath of fresh air because every time I talk on here, I talk super real and super organic and, mm-hmm. and just I, I give it to people and they're like, wow, "I love the it,
2: meeting of the minds." Yeah, seriously, just, I've I, had so many of them recently. It's so amazing. Yeah,
0: it's just. I like to talk about things that people are afraid to talk about. I'm not afraid to talk about it. And if, and if you're going to judge me for that, guess what? It's because you're too afraid to talk about it. Hmm. So I'm going to say it. And I don't give a fuck what people say because guess what? My family knows who I am. My, fr- my closest friends know who I am. If you want to judge me for however I act and who, whoever I am, like a lot of things I deal with is a lot of like female fucking controversy. You know, yeah, in my bitches. in my life,
2: little no, I mean, yeah, there there's a lot of women. I I'm not a lot of like I'm not friends with a lot of women for a reason. There, right. There's a lot of complications. There's there a is. lot of uh, drama. There's a lot of making things too too big than like way bigger, bigger than, than, than the they actually is. are. Right. But then also like you know, I mean, the same can be done taken with men. You know, men
0: absolutely it's it's a 50 50 road
2: i mean major the majority of it is you know i guess who you are and how you are like my biggest thing is
0: being honest yeah from the jump yeah tell it how it is tell them how you feel and that's the thing is a lot of times you tell it how it is you tell it how it feels you be 100 percent honest and girls i'm gonna say girls because i'm saying i'm saying it Mm -hmm. can't relate don't want to acknowledge it. Don't want to believe it. Okay. So now you're an asshole. Now you're a piece of shit. Now you're a fuck boy. Now you're all this. And then you get the other girls that are like cool with it for the beginning part. And then all of a sudden they realize like, Oh dude, this girl's a good. This guy's a good dude. Da, da, da. I gotta, I gotta fucking try to like, like keep him as mine. You know, he's gotta be mine. Yeah. You know I actually like, said
2: something to somebody recently. I was like, um, you can't have ownership over people and i mm-hmm. want to repeat that you cannot own another human being say it again it that person's not fucking yours <laughs> like they're not no matter how you cut it that person does not belong to you that's a living breathing fucking independent human being that operates uh. solely on their own but happens to be with you. Right. So, like, you're two separate human beings operating with each other because you choose to fucking be there. And there's no forcing anything, honestly. Like, it's just not, it, it's organic or nothing. And people are so miserable in their relationships and they complain about things and it's, it's sad. Get the fuck out. Pull the plug. If that's you, pull the plug. If there's been too much struggle and strife, get the fuck mm-hmm. out. And inherently, I'm lucky to be good at that in the sense of even every, everything in life, you know, if I'm at something that causes me stress or, or strife or is too, I realize it's not too difficult. I'm not a quitter. It, if it's unnecessary, you know, it's difficult and you're pushing and fighting, you're going against the grain and, and you're wondering, why are you kicking and pushing so hard? And you realize you're like, well, I'm not supposed to go this way well then get off and then go the other way and you're like wow this is this feels better i'm happy i don't mind like doing it this way you know and and meanwhile you're kicking and fighting up the wrong way escalator and you can take the stairs instead and you'd get there just fine so you know pull the plug whether it's your job your relationship and you know whatever it's just if it doesn't serve you and there's there's struggle and strife and you're kicking and pushing you know That person is great. Honor them and accept them and be grateful that they came into your life for a reason. Um, But they're great in their own sense and they're maybe for someone else, but they're not for you. Just the same as you might not be that person for someone else. And if they come and tell you like this isn't working, don't be offended because at least they're going to do their own thing. You'd be so mad if someone was trying to keep you in the same place because they were kicking and pushing and determined that you're for them. You're like you can't and then you will always fall short because you're never going to be what they want you to be because you're not for each other. And you shouldn't
0: change for anyone.
2: Yeah, it's just you're not for each other and and just go and be happy. It's so simple. People are people are so like anytime I ever went to go take a test like at school or like write an essay. More so writing an essay. Tests are great. Like I just go in and take them and whatever. Um, But essays they'd be like right about like you know this that and the other thing and i'm like my heart's not in this and it's kind of giving me anxiety that i have to do this and i'm like you know what i'm just not gonna do it i'm gonna do great and fucking everything else to make sure that i don't fail this class but i'm not going to do this i'm my time is better spent elsewhere Uh. and my heart's not in it um so uh, uh, like uh, the real point of this is that if it gave me stress or anxiety i'm out i'm done like pull the cord i'm out Eat some
0: cookies and peace.
2: Yeah. Just like be happy and like, and it's okay. And don't like hold yourself down unnecessarily for so many years because you're worth more than that. And like, you know, you're meant for more than that. And, um, yeah,
0: it's just a lot. It's just a lot. It's just a lot to deal with. It's a, the the thing is, I feel like people need to be truthful with themselves a lot of the times, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? And stop trying to fabricate something that's not, you know? well, I mean,
2: it's so hard with social media, um, too. No, I think that's
0: past social media. I think it's it's the the facade they put on themselves, the pressure they put on themselves. It's like almost themselves. they brainwash need, them, their 30, own self. I'm 32. Don't mind my dog. Oh. I, I'm 32. Uh, I, you know, I froze 12 eggs, and Stop. I need to... You know what I'm saying? It's, it, it's just a, a life that is not oh. realistic. Everyone is different. Mm-hmm. some people are meant to be married and have kids by 22 some people are married and have kids by 42 where some people Everyone's are meant different. to do that
2: and then realize that they they're they they do not actually want to do that and yeah. be there and some, then yep pull the plug i think that i'm a huge advocate for being healthful eating well putting good shit on your body and like being well uh, like in like with your mind and your relationships people need to overhaul like you need you're so good at what you eat you're so good at what you put on your body but now you got to get inside of yourself and really clean that shit up because none of us look at it or address it and we all think it's it's acceptable like I, it makes me so sad when people get married and they're like, oh, like their friends are like, ah, well, welcome to the fucking rest of your life, motherfucker, or like they're like, yeah, but why's uh, it gotta know, be like sucks that? Sucks to suck, and I'm like, what? So automatically, people around you are instilling negative connotations to what you just did, yep. and it's kind of like if if you if everything's learned from your family when you're growing up and it's instilled in you with a within any from a young age, then. You see your friends get married and everybody, you see these guys saying like, ah, or even the women, they're like, oh, you know, tied the knot. And now you're like, I don't even know half of them. You probably know more than, more more of the slogans than I do. And I know all the
0: bullshit. I said yes to my best friend. And, or the uh, negative yeah, ones. I so just more so like, listen,
2: oh, the tie the knot, now you're like welcome to the end of your life or the rest of your life. See, I talk like,
0: shit. I, I talk shit to my friends. I do. I'm like, oh my God, you gave in, you fucking bitch. Yeah. Whatever. But honestly, I'm one it's of those friends.
2: It's You think it's great, but it's no, subliminally but, like repeating negative
0: shit. No, 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 no. But for me, like I'll talk shit to my boys just fucking around because yeah. we've been fucking around for forever. Yeah. You can imagine like... Being friends with people in this industry who are good-looking, charismatic, have great personalities, can dance, and, like, fun. We've been doing our thing for many, many years. You know what I'm saying? So, like, now that my friends are getting older and they're married and some of them are having kids, I am a huge advocate with my friends. If my friends are winning, I'm winning. Like, I love that my friends do great things. Get married have uber successful companies are buying homes like I love when my friends do. Like I'm not one of those that are like bashing my friends, We're, like, finding or their jealous, soul, or you know, like
2: you're like all <clears> listing <throat> all these these other like these main things that society really admires, like yeah. buy a home, get married, have I kids, lo- kind of thing. And that's
0: fine. Like, that's about, there's nothing wrong how about with that.
2: Building a van and crossing the country. There's nothing wrong with that. And, yeah. There's no, nothing wrong with that. I know. You I'm know, just I, adding that to the list. I love all my it.
0: friends for whoever they are, what whatever they're doing. I don't give a fuck how old they are whatever it is like I just want my people around me and I have a small circle of people because I don't trust a lot of people mm. to be happy and to be themselves like there's no competition in our group. Do we talk a lot of shit between each other and like yeah, we're cuz because we're all becoming men and we all have our own way of thinking about things and going about things and, and our own visions and that people don't understand their visions and vice versa. Mm. But I love the fact that all my boys are winning you know what i'm saying like if you have a fucking your your company finally just hit half a million dollars your your you yourself were just on forbes you just bought a fucking ferrari you just forbes under whatever just bought you a think house i can still
2: pull it off guys yeah yeah
0: you just bought a house you know what i'm saying or whatever you just flipped two homes you just got engaged whatever it is like i'm happy for anyone in my life yeah. that is happy for me i'm happy for it because mm-hmm. the pro the, the thing was growing up is like
2: like babes supporting babes even bro babes yeah it, it, bro you supporting know, bros. for me you know
0: and, and my boys can chime in on this you can text me call me tell me i'm fucking i'm wrong for this but a
2: comment section at the bottom of this
0: i do they can i get comments i get texts direct texts to my phone with a lot of people
2: you, put, you got this on facebook
0: no i don't have facebook oh. i got out of facebook a couple of years ago but i'm gonna open one up for the company
2: holla holla at you, holla. I'll holla
0: at you. well friend request right poke or yeah. pokes still cool
2: at babe glaze i don't even know yeah. i don't even know where i would I find pokes. Mad pokes pokes are like
0: it's just facebook the, the allowing initi-
2: creepy people into it's the initiative to, to like
0: let you know i'm here You know, like, hey, I'm looking.
2: You know what's even weirder is, like, when you add a friend and they're like, say hi to your friend, your new friend on Facebook Messenger. Wave. And you're like, oh, God. Like, you had to open it, specifically open it and check to see that you had a, like, you know you added them. Right. You know you accepted them. If, if, you know, that's the case, you have a private account or whatever. You know you accepted them. But then it also reminds you to say hello to them. And I'm like, well, this is like we were just adding each other. We didn't I know. Even want to actually start a conversation or a dialogue. That's all here. social media bullshit. Weird. But for
0: but for me, it's like I've been fighting since I was nineteen. You know what I'm saying? So like my friends have been following my career, supporting me. You know, had my back the whole fucking way. So for me, I felt like I was like kind of like the captain of the group because guys looked up to me because like I already had my shit. Like I knew what the fuck I was doing. I was on my way to the UFC. I was fighting professionally. So now that everyone has found their niche and is kind of going in the direction and some of my best friends I work with, you know what I'm saying? So it's like when I see them, like one of my, my, my one boy, VJ, now nah, he has, he hasn't bought one house. He's bought two houses, you know, like my one boy, Gio, he hasn't flipped one house. He's flipped two houses mm-hmm. and has sold over a million dollars in fucking properties and real estate you know my boy matt who's one of my best friends is killing it with the photography and has a fucking uber successful company now he's getting into flips and real estate and like doing his fucking thing and has a uh, and has a fucking uh clothing line and my boy joey has a it's super successful with his um uh production company that he has like my boy jay who's a bodybuilder who fucking kills it with body you know what i'm saying like my boy Dave, he's in the union now. He's killing it with HVAC. Like, like all my boys are doing so so well, and I fucking love it because we're just feeding off each other. Yeah. And we're like a fucking so pack of are, sharks. You are what
2: you would surround yourself yeah. with. Yeah. You know, you well, are I'm a huge advocate. You of that. are what you attract.
0: No, you are who you associate yourself you with. Attract. You, what know, you know what are I'm saying? Like, well. you guys just feed off each other, and yeah. I fucking love it because mm-hmm. it's like, all right, you you took five steps motherfucker i'm taking six yeah and now you're taking seven and now we're just all pushing each other yeah like a friend
2: a friend of mine was telling me accountability buddies you know yeah like, you gotta have these accountability buddies and and actually um he just sent me a message with it it's like you gotta find a friend like buddy up and send yourself you send each other three goals for the next day like three girl goals. Send them that. So like or three girls. It's three cool. girls. Three girls. <laughs> or three girls. Three goals. Girls or grills. You can Either send me all or three it's of, a fucking party. You can send me all nine all, of those. All nine of those. Yeah. You, you On a Thursday. Like Call your me a <laughs> Um Yeah. So three girls. So it's send each other three girls that you're going to accomplish the next day.
0: With grills.
2: <laughs> with grills. And <laughs> girls And goals. With girls and goals. Girls with girls and goals. Um, no, yeah. So send each other three goals. And then check in at the end of the day and be like, what would you get done? You know, like, oh, I got this. Or I got two of three or three of three and then two of three because this or this yeah. happened and we're gonna kill it t- the next day and i really admire that because seriously as i feel like as a single mother yeah my company is my child and it's fucking complicated um no, you no, so, no, fuck oh, no. Uh, uh. but i'm saying people are like yes a single mother like life is hard and yeah i mean definitely um but single business owner that's doing everything is like another full-time job and I was on something. Yeah,
0: Yo, totally you and your freaking brain farts.
2: It's terrible. I don't know. This is like ex- extremely bad today. Yeah, it's
0: because yeah. ex- you haven't met anybody on your level. That's that's what it is. No, like, I've had we're,
2: very, quite a few conversations. I was gassing
0: so, so myself up. Sorry. That was cool. Yeah,
2: totally. I He's fuck, like, I don't like talking about myself. Fuck
0: me, right? <laughs> fuck. <laughs>
2: He's like, I
0: haven't met I'm just saying we're having a good conversation. Yeah, for real. Fucking guy. But anyways. um, Yeah,
2: I was on something, but... Oh,
0: you can think about it. It I'm going to close out the show, but if you think about it, we'll jump back in. Episode 21.
2: Or what is it? Season 2, Episode
0: 1. Yeah, Episode 20, technically.
2: Episode 20. Season 2. I like Season
0: 2. Season 2, Episode 1. Yeah. Technically, Episode 20. I like Season 2, Episode 1. Right? Yeah. That's dope. So... Thanks for coming on today.
2: Thank you for having me. Yeah.
0: I told you it was going to be easy. Look at that. We're almost 3 hours deep. Style. 2 hours and 45 minutes. Jesus Christ. I told you it's 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 easy. It goes. It so, goes. a lot of people judge me and I would like to hear feedback from some of you guys. If you guys want me to keep it under an hour, under 2 hours, under 3 hours, let me know. I want to hear your feedback cuz a lot of people um there would be some people that go, "Hey man, your things are just too long and da da da." And then there'd be some people like, "Yo, I love the fact that yours are 3 hours cuz it like takes up my whole day and like every mm-hmm. time I'm in the car I can catch up yeah. and da da da." So it's different for everyone. So let me hear your feedback on if you like it long because guess what? I can make it as long as I want. That's crazy. I know the owner, you know what I mean? We have a really close relationship. So I can make it as close as we want. And I'll have bullet points that we hit, and we're in, we're out, and we're done. And we're yeah, up-loaded. like, do you so, want to
2: know about what the hell you're about to hear or not? Yeah. You know, you want a couple highlights, like yeah. episode, season two, episode one, like, the fucking, the ranting and ravings of a See, but like I like that. I like person. that because
0: I like when people come on here and take over. Yeah. I like to hear from other people. I don't want people to come on here and hear just me talk every time about... People know how I feel. Yeah. I wanna know how other people feel. I, I do like know. the
2: open endedness and not non construction of your No podcasts.
0: construction. Yeah. It's like my life.
2: I do like it. I really admire it, I do. And I feel like I enjoyed listening to it before I even thought about or knew I was gonna be on here. Um in bits and pieces. so you know, you get in your it's like reading an audiobook and I've actually never read an audiobook. I was I'm not that kind of person, I don't think, but I also struggle to like have time to read a book crack open a book or whatever so do i in the car i'll be like oh you're gonna turn this on and then when i got back in the car it's something to look forward to because i'm like oh what else are they gonna say right right um, or what else am I going to learn? Or like, what else is going to blow my mind? Or like, what else can I take from this? Just like absorbing information like a sponge. And it was nice. Sometimes when you get told too much about a podcast, you're like, oh, well, it's like, I read, it's like they already blew it in the trailer.
0: Right, right, right. Yeah, you're right. So we're going to close out here. I mean, we're almost three hours. I'm impressed. I didn't, I didn't know where this was going and I had to get the rust off of my lungs and I'm so happy to be back. I want to thank you guys so much um, for listening. I just want to let you guys know. So the first season, I didn't know where this was going. I didn't know what I was doing. I was kind of just a guy that had a vision. I wanted to talk. But we had over 4,000 plays with just 19 episodes. And I want to thank each and every one of you guys out there. Thank you so, so much for the support. Um, like I said, once we get into our office, we will have video recording each and every episode. I'm going to upload it to our website, teamfrankyperez.com podcast, where you get all your latest and greatest podcast updates, um, everything. You can leave reviews. We're also on Spotify. We're also on iTunes. We're also on any latest uh, podcast platform that you guys have. Uh, so check us out some fight news i will be fighting in november for ring combat so um that's coming i also will be doing men of war at i Play america and freehold in september so stay tuned for that and welcome back to your weekly podcast we will be up and running all the way till episode 39 uh podcasts are back baby thank you for having me back i'm so happy Woo. to be back Marissa, thank you for bringing us back.
2: Bringing it back, baby. Bringing Sexy back. And
0: bringing Sexy back, <laughs> yeah, a little JT. It. And, uh, yeah, if you guys aren't doing anything this weekend, I will be at Beach Bar in Asbury uh, August 3rd this Saturday from 1 to 6. If you guys want to have a good vibe, some cool stuff, and uh, an extreme experience on the beach with my man, Howie Bongos, come through and experience it. Tell a friend, tell two, let them know. Frankie and the 4Fs is back and better than ever. Thank you so much. Yeah, you You are now tuned in to Frankie and the 4Fs. Frankie and the 4Fs. Come on. The only podcast giving you the latest
1: news on famous people fighting females and fear. is Frankie and the 4Fs. in the full ass, you're never
0: gonna forget, never forget Frankie in the full ass, uh, uh, here we go, there's
2: only one place, and this is the show.